Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This summer, go to the movies. Projected on the side of a mountain. Discover a new favorite restaurant. Your campsite. Find yourself when you lose your signal. Discover a new playlist. Mother Nature. Make your summer special at the Kia Summer Sales Event with a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends 7523. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soul Party 411. The place to be for all your soul property needs. I didn't know I was going to start the show. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you just to find out. Um, I'm Candace, the long-suffering heroine. We got Carrie, the long-suffering heroine. And we got Tia, the, the long-suffering heroine. That, that's, that's how I'm going to put it tonight. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey. Happy 4th of July. Yeah, it's 4th of July weekend. for. But here's the deal. Most of us got to go to work tomorrow, right? Okay, let's be, let's be real for a second. You know, a lot of us got to go to work tomorrow, off Tuesday, back on Wednesday. What's the point, America? What is the point? Yeah, I don't get it myself. Like, couldn't you just give us, like, a, a straight, you know, Saturday, Sunday, off Monday? I'm just saying. I'm just, again, doesn't make any sense. Hopefully you guys are, you know, staying healthy. You know, the thoughts and prayers goes out to, and I'm going to say this right now, Canada, but I'm pretty sure all of you guys heard on the now dysfunctional at Twitter that there was an incident that happened here in Maryland. So my thoughts and prayers goes out, and it wasn't that far from where I live at, actually, um, to uh, the mass shooting that happened um, earlier yesterday slash this morning. Here's the thing. You can't even have a block party. You can't even have a party and enjoy yourself without somebody messing it up. And I'm just going to say this. There needs to be some laws. ASAP regarding guns, and that's my PSA for tonight. Well, one of them. I ain't gonna lie, there's probably gonna be five of them. So hopefully you guys are enjoying your Fourth of July weekend with your family, your friends, and of course with us, because we got so much to talk about, right? Carrie, we got a lot to talk about, right, Taya? Right, chat room? Hey, everybody. Yeah. So okay. Here's the deal. We are going to give out the numbers tonight, and there's a reason. We're going to probably do it twice because I don't know how many tweets So Party 401 has used so far because, you know, we're not, you know, bona fide check or anything like that. So we only got probably, what, five tweets left. So <laughs> I, I try to joke about these kind of things, and it's kind of sad that uh, no comment. So I think to you, okay, can one of you guys give out the numbers? I can, and I will. We have two numbers for the U.S., 605-562-0444. Second number is 717-734-6904. 
Canada is 867-292-3066. Show ID is 128803. There are other numbers for other countries, but since nobody hits us up on Twitter, Facebook, chat room, I'm going to assume that's not an issue. And just please, if you're going to call in, uh, make sure you're calling in the in, using the number in the country you reside or you will get a bill. And we're broke. So, Wait, you know, we're broke. We got, we got no money. Um, and by the way, again, because I know Sam has said this, if you guys hear, you know, advertisements and stuff, we are not getting any money from it um, at all. We would like to, but we're not getting paid for it. And also, um, if you guys are having trouble with uploading the current episodes, feel free to message us on Twitter as well as on Facebook, and we'll get back to you within the 24-48 hour range. Thank you. All right. Um, right. I mentioned that last week first thing because I figured talk show was acting a form. I'm going to try to make sure if it's not up tonight, I'll try to do it tonight. Okay. Um, The only big news, I mean, there was only two big news. Um, Obviously, we will get to the one news. Actually, in a few minutes, because that's going to be the first show we're actually going to talk about tonight. Um, But the other one is, is that, yes, the WGA strike is going in week 10. But also the SAG um, strike has been postponed. Now, again, you're probably saying, but that doesn't affect daytime. It really doesn't. However, there is um, kind of a, a interesting situation here. Um, as you guys may or may not know, next year is when their coverage of, for daytime actors are, like, complete, like the contract ends. So they're trying really hard right now to extend that. So that way that the daytime actors doesn't go on strike next year. So they're trying to extend that to 2026, okay? So stay tuned for all that. But as of right now, they, the SAG strike is postponed until July, I believe July 11th, um, where they go back and they talk and, you know, do all this, you know, stuff. There's no word yet about the daytime Emmys. I think everybody's trying to trying to you know figure out how they're going to do this. Um, most likely they're probably going to release the the names on social media, and you know it is what it is. So stay tuned for all of that. Um, and that is about. Oh, and Nicholas Costa. <sighs> Nicholas. Okay, real quick. Some of you guys know him as Lionel from Santa Barbara. Some of you guys know him from the Bay as Well Turns on my children. He passed away this week, 89 years old. Most, he was an actor of, of all actors. He did primetime. Some of you guys may know him as Blair's father from The Facts of Life, um, co-starring with Marge Doucet. Um, some, like Tia, knows him as, as the governor. He was the first one on the Emmy, the Emmy Award-winning The Beta Series, which is on Peacock. Um, but a lot of us knew him from different roles, and he wrote a book. Um, which you can get um, on Amazon, but his daughter did post on social media that he had passed away. Um, and again, 89 years old, and what a life, what a legacy, and thank you. So that's that's about it. So, um, anybody has anything else to add to news or anything? No, ma'am. Okay. So <clears throat> we're going to change it up tonight. Um, this show, who got talked about a lot this week, 
and not for the reasons. Some of the reasons was woo, and some of them was woo, and we're talking about General Hospital. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let y'all start it off before I jump in it because I think we can all agree this show has gave us given us headaches on some levels. Um. <laughs> Don't get Carrie. You got this. Uh, okay, I'm I'm gonna do this riveting recap here. So pay attention. Spencer punches deck. Spencer and Esme bond over what I don't know some snow globe or some nonsense. Trina has concerns about her relationship with Spencer as she should because this half of Spencer Esme is still smack in the middle. Meanwhile, Carly and Drew profess their love and I think they made passionate love. I don't know. I'll let Jay tell me that since that's his those are his people. Sam and Sam and Tracy disagree with Drew's decision to take the fall for Carly with uh, this SAC nonsense. And Eddie Main still is walking around, I guess, as Ned is still walking around as Eddie Main. Um, that was your week in Port Charles. And if any, but if I skipped anything and anybody wants to weave it in at the appropriate time, we can feel free to do so. Um, uh, let's just get the, I, I guess I'll build up to the, uh, let's get Eddie Main out of the way since it's the last thing I'm looking at. Uh, Tia, do you have anything about Eddie Main? Uh, this is a bad storyline. If Lois ain't coming back, I don't see the point of it. But we did see a picture of her in the book, so who knows, probably so. Mm. so. Let me um, check the, uh, Candace, while I look at the switchboard real quick. And Candace, um, are you yes, excited Eddie Main's running around? Okay. Um, you know, as many of you guys know, I have an issue with General Hospital going back in the past and, you know, whatnot. And let me just say this. I love Wally Kirsch. It's always a pleasure to see him on my screen. But this ain't funny anymore. Um, I would have been all into the storyline if they didn't do the one thing. What year is it? 2023. If you would have told me he would have said 1995, 1996, I would have been like, let's go. Let's go. But obviously you would have also known Tracy. I don't, I mean, clearly this is, Dan and Chris, hi. You're kind of recycling a storyline that you already did like a couple of years ago with Sonny and Mike in the mixture. I don't understand I really don't understand the storyline at all, except for that this is another way to, for Nina to escape the situation of the situation and whatnot. But y'all are trying to be cute and be like, well, it's our 60th anniversary. We're bringing back Eddie Main. And here's the thing, Tia, you say Lewis and everything, and yeah, I was, I was, it was nice to see the picture and everything, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath because this is okay. you. You have a character that was close to this storyline, and that's Alexis. So, if General Hospital, you know, surprises me with this, I will give him a thumbs up. But for right now, I'm just scratching my head about this whole storyline. Like I really am. I, I'm not finding. It, I'm not finding it interesting. I could care less, to be quite honest. Um, well, I um, so we're the only two on the phone right now, right? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. know what? Let's bring yeah. up the Ava Austin thing. How do we feel about that? And then the Ava kidnapping. You mean, and all you of mean that. Carly and Paul from Ask Turns? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Them. <laughs> but to be, to be quite honest, I've always loved the chemistry between them. I don't know. This, I guess, the way they write in it, I'm not a fan of. It's shocking because I've always thought I would be a fan of anything with Roger and Maura. I just always like their chemistry. But the way they write in this is not the best for me. But I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did have them written, but I guess I didn't see it with them. I didn't see the whole page. I did have them written, so thank you, Tia. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't see them yet, so I don't have anything. So you and you and Candace can bounce that around because I didn't watch it yet. Um, well, here's the thing, Tia. I agree with you. Um, again, I was joking on social media on Twitter when it was actually fun. Um, that this is Carly and Paul from Asphalt Times because we all know Mar and Roger was on the show. The thing is, is that, again, Mara and Roger have chemistry. They do. But this ain't working. I'm like, so Austin, Fred Mason got the baby. They had sex. I'm like, General Hospital, are you kind of trying to say, okay, we messed up with Franco and Ava so here we go with Austin. Are you trying to find a purpose for Austin by using Ava? I'm so confused on this, but again, what have I said about this? General Hospital has the MVPs of daytime. Everybody can make a storyline or try to make the storyline good, but this ain't, mm-mm, no, no, no. I don't, this, okay, Tia, let me ask the question to you. Do you feel as though they have not write, they haven't written Ava in character in a while, or is it just me? Well, the problem is, I think after the Nicholas death, death we haven't really fake death, we haven't really seen her all that much, so I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's, it's something not, I don't know. Something's not right, but I don't know. I'm just not I, I know I know I know we we like Mark, but this might be a case where the character of Ava probably could use a break if they don't have anything to do with her. They're, this show is afraid to cycle people out, and I don't quite understand why. If you don't have anything for her right now, I don't know. I mean, I would be quite honest. I I think she's already. I'm gonna be honest. I think she's already been bad burned. I just think yes, yes. I think the Nicholas thing, I don't quite understand. We never got a confirmation as to why they got rid of the character. But I think that mm-hmm. kind of played a fact into whatever was going on with her story. Mm-hmm. The same with Austin. If you say with anything else, I don't even think Austin is even necessarily a bad character. I would say he's under, like, not used correctly. He's not used in the right setting. It's like Drew. I don't think Drew is a bad character. We're going to discuss him later. I think he's in a wrong storyline. It's like a lot of characters to me are, I think, uh, Cody, one of the most hated characters in the beginning, is a good example of literally being in the wrong storyline. If you put people in right storylines, you put them in better situations. So that's what I think is going on with GH right now. So many people are in wrong directions, spin and live, and switch up some storylines. There's so many characters, I could think. I just feel as though they just, they're just trying to use everybody so nobody, so everybody yeah. can get that screen time. But the problem is, is that, okay, again, like, like, okay, with Ava, you're right. She has been back burned. She really has, you guys. But 
now they're using her, and this is just me saying this, I don't know if anybody else feels it, to prop Austin. Because, again, you have Roger Howard, and I love Roger. Y'all know that. Me and Roger go back. We go back from to loving, okay? But Austin's character is not clicking. Mason, I don't know him, and I don't care for him. Can we, can we just use that? Because I don't see propping him because I don't see because his storyline hasn't worked in a year, so clearly I, like more is good and stuff, but she can't help Austin. To me, if you wanted to prop him. But, but see, but that's the thing. You're that's relying on, but see, that's what I'm saying. You're relying on somebody to make this, this work. Because to me, but that doesn't make sense because he's worked, and I don't understand why they know When does General Hospital like make sense right now? Well, it doesn't, but but see, but that's the thing is that we're 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 both saying the same thing is like Austin should be a part of the ELQ stuff. Why isn't he a part of the ELQ stuff? Why is he over here? Why is it again? Like you said, everybody on this canvas is in different is in storylines that does not make doesn't make sense for them to be in. It's like. You're playing a game of chess. You move this piece, you move this piece away from the queen and all that. It's just, it's like, it's frustrating. It is frustrating to me to be watching this. And I'm just like, okay, Ava and Austin had sex, and after that, she cleaned up and made her bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, 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 what is this? Like, I don't understand. And I rewatched it. Y'all, I just told, I just told Tia and Carrie this. I rewatched General Hospital a week's worth earlier yesterday and this morning because I wanted oh, to, you know how like sometimes you well you know how sometimes you may miss something and before you form your opinion you know you want to go back and you know relook at at the situation and whatnot I did and it still got it was worse it was worse and I'm just like. Shout out to Mara West and Roger Howard because, ooh, ooh. yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I, I guess that's it. I'm just shaking my head. Um, speaking of Drew, did anybody um? Well, so Sam and Sam and Tracy have had an issue or disagreed with Drew's um, decision to take the fall for Carly, which anybody with two brain cells would. Um, it's about time that Sam have a POV and all this. Thank you. She should. She should have slapped him upside his head. But uh, to your thoughts on Tracy and Sam having an issue with old Andy? This um, the, only, the main thing I like about this storyline is that no one could defend these writers and say, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. So they actually, to me, it's, you know what, it's actually more egregious that they know what they're doing and they okay with ruining Drew's character. <laughs> because what, they, cause what they, they literally have Tracy and Sam saying what the fans are saying, which means they know the fans are thinking this. So y'all mm-hmm. are literally okay with just messing up this character. So they're not even blind about what they're doing. They literally know what they're doing because they are giving a, a, Sam and Tracy, the, mm-hmm. the, the fans' dialogue. And also, Carly and... Carly and Drew, mm-hmm. I don't care for they first. I love you. I, I, just, I just don't care mm-hmm. for the relationship. So that that's nice. J- yeah, Jason, come back. I want to see how much she loves you. I address that's the main reason I want to see. I want to see how much she loves you then. But okay, I just uh, Drew is such a mm-hmm. terrible character. Yeah, no words. Candace, Candace, are you on Team Sam and Tracy? What the hell are you doing, Drew? 
I'm I'm on team. What, again, what the heck is this? What is this? First and foremost, I'd like to point out none of the F core stuff has aired yet. That is in a couple of weeks. Actually, in two weeks, we'll start seeing F core stuff. Here's my problem. The character of Drew Kane, I wanted to, you know, I want to thank some mm-hmm. people for opening my eyes to something, okay? I would take Ryan Lavery back in a heartbeat. And anybody who knows me knows I couldn't stand that character on all my children. What have y'all done to Drew? And see, nobody can't keep, now I'm getting sick and tired of hearing this. Oh, it's because Steve Burt. has been gone, baby. Bye. He gone pasture. Amen. Hallelujah. What's y'all excuse for this writing? Dan, Chris, what the heck mm-hmm. are you doing? Wait, I'm like, Drew and Carly is not the super couple of the show. I'm sorry. To crew fans out there, this is Candace saying this. The only reason this is working is because, again, let's say it again, Cameron and Laura have chemistry. Again, we're going, char- we're going um, chemistry-driven, not story-driven. Do we got that? Okay. Drew, you... I'm glad that Sam showed up and said that Dante's not the father, you're the father, what are you doing, all that stuff. Tracy, Tracy is the voice of the people, so I have no problem with her. I'm just disgusted with the writing of Drew. I don't know what has happened to the, and I'm going to use Jay's word, the agenda of this of what's the agenda object of, of this character to to me besides being Carly's bitch, okay? And I'm sorry, but that's what it is. For him to give up his own daughter for Carly, really? Are you serious? I don't think so. You work too darn hard to give back to your daughter, Drew. Did you forget that? Did you forget? that she is old enough to know what is what. But you are so love is in the air. I love Carly. Carly is my savior. She's the only person I will lay my life down on the line for. Go for it, because you're in jail now. And I'm sorry, Carly should have went to jail too. We need well, to stop this baby. Up. She lost $5 million. And she Oh, wait I a minute. Look, that's what, that's what I no, lost. No, no, wait, wait, hold on. Before you could, no, so you could comment on this. Sorry, because I'm going to forget. Okay, Ashley, you could comment on this. I don't need to. Um, yeah, she's been subject for $5 million. Diane said that she can't help get Sonny, and them, Sonny or Michael payment. Michael, she can't get his payment because they are not investigating him. But if he gives money, whether he sees it, whether or not, he will start getting investigated. So just to comment real quick, Jocelyn, that the food, the nerve of her said, well, why don't you go ask, uh, go ask, uh, you know, go ask someone or go ask Sunny. I said, go ask Sunny. What the hell? But that's all I wanted to bring up. So now let's bring up Sunny. Uh, okay, okay, Jocelyn, that, that's that's nice. Now you want to bring okay. up Sunny to help you? Okay, but, but here's my question. Here's my question. Yeah. Carly is how old? How old is Carly? Carly says she's, she's a mature woman. Hold on, she's a mature woman. So here's my question. Sunny and her aren't together, correct? Just so I know. Sonny and Carly are not mm-hmm. together, right? Why? Mm-hmm. Why, why? Why do we got to go to Sonny? Why we got to go to Sonny? Because Jocelyn, though, because Jocelyn, when we want to go to Sonny. Because Sonny, because they're always there for each other. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's, 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 that's
No, Josh, all you got to do is call 1-800-COLLECT-CALL to what Australia. What about Jackson? Yeah, thank you. I agree. Can't disagree with me, agree. Wait, to me, see, this is the problem. This is my problem, GH. You could have told me about Josh not liking Sonny because of what he did to Jax. But the fact that you had Josh saying, well, why don't you go to Sonny, Mom? And he'll help you out because he'll... No, call your daddy. Call your daddy. Let him wire you some money. Since Carly and Jax are so cool. What, see, yeah, but she doesn't need the money, though. It's not for, it's not for Jocelyn. It's for Carly. It's not for her. No, she but, no, no, money. No, I know, but, no, but no, what I'm, I'm saying is, is that why is, why is it that Carly has to... See, this is my problem. You're mad at Sonny. You're mad at Sonny, Jocelyn. You are. So why, why, after what you did and how you and Michael treated him, does he love Carly? Of course, he will always love Carly, but you can't keep doing that. You can't be too, you can't be double standard. It's like one minute, like, we don't need Sonny. We're fine on our own. But, Mommy, maybe if you call Sonny, he'll give you them $5 million. But that's million the difference. Carly, Carly is not saying those things. Those brats are. No, no, but, but so wait, Car- hold on. Jay, she, she's not saying that. She's talking about Jocelyn. She's not well, talking that's why, about that's, that's, that's why Josh should get slammed. That's what I'm trying to say. Candace is slamming her. That's why I said I think people would take a hope. She literally is slamming Jaws. Like, Jaws cannot come. That's literally what she's saying. That's yeah. what I was saying before. Well, I'm saying, I, I don't even, but I, well, I guess what I'm saying is I can slam Joss without even, I don't even have to bring up Jack because you know what? Nobody, nobody is obligated to give her a damn penny. And that's well, what I'm saying. I'm, well, saying well, too, well, I'm saying it twofold. I'm saying it twofold. I'm slamming Carly. I'm slamming Jaws. I'm slamming this whole storyline because you know why? It's I'm going to have to agree with Candace. And this is why I think why I've told Carrie about this. She probably sort of agree. Okay, GH, do y'all want the role of Jax Jasper to forever be stuck with Angle? Recast the role. This is not an unrecast. Like, like, no, recast, change, no, recast change things. In this case, if, if anyone don't think that Jax is needed, he is, because you have, I'm having a difficult time believing he would have missed half of the stuff that he's missed. And right now, mm. him and Carly, like, why can't he be the one here at this time? Why don't she go to her dad? Like, I agree, she don't need to go to anyone, but that's her dad. be like, Dad, I got to tell you what our, what our mom is going through. It doesn't literally make no logical sense. But why don't we ask mm. Sonny here at? That's stupid. After what you have written this whole time, you should have let her keep her head mm. up. And Jax actually say, I'm sorry, I ain't helping mom. And then that's what she said. Well, man, I don't like Sunny, but can you go to Sunny to play? It's like because I gotta save my mother. Yeah. That would have made a little bit more sense. than we are not. Think, we are literally pretending Jax doesn't exist. Jocelyn hasn't mentioned him in how long? Like that's not realistic to me. I'm sorry. I, I agree with that sentiment. I agree with that. But my thing is, despite me not liking this storyline, I did enjoy watching Carly's face crack about her losing her savings because I felt like. You know, people keep crying about Carly don't face no consequences. Now she's paying, now she's facing five million consequences. You know, that's not some chump change. And now she's going to have to get herself together. And because the past year, Carly has been um, trying to become more independent away from Sonny, I think if they write it correctly, we may see, you know, Carly try to, um, you know, start back from the bottom and work her way back up. So, um, maybe that's the goal they're saying because the way Diane. Did we just see this? Like when she was like, "I'm Caroline Spencer. I'm down to yeah, but, yeah, but she didn't have, but she still had her she assets. And, what, what, 
Well, well, of course, the other asset's not frozen. Yeah, that's, yeah this so, is. So I think no, what he's saying is so. literally starting from ground up. With with with, she because has, she, she can because have the way they're writing it now, nobody can bail her out. You know, she has that five million dollars has to go into her account, and Sunny and Michael can't replace it, especially not Sunny because it'll be mob money. So you know, mm-hmm. he can't now. Of course, you know, if we want to get deep down into it, I'm pretty sure you know Carl can get a cash app. And you know, get some money since her via cash app. But per the show, <laughs> Carly is at, at, you know, she's still rich compared to us. But I mean, on the show right now, she ain't got no money. She broke. So I think that is the consequence that she's paying right now. Um, and and Drew's an idiot and wants to go to jail for Carly, just so be it. He didn't have, well, well, technically, somebody gotta go to jail. So I mean, bye, Drew. I mean, have fun in there with, with ponytail. Um, but, um, whatever. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this real quick. Personally, me, by Carly's standards, I believe going to jail for three years is worth the five, $5 million dollars when everybody in her life is going to just help her pick up the pieces. That's just me. Whether you ask Sonny or not, Sonny going to be like, hey, I'll let you get this. You don't even need to ask Sonny. So I personally Somebody's going to go to the grocery store for her. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 um, we, we, and when that happens, then we'll see. But we, we, it, have, it hasn't but happened I'm yet. Just, so let's see what the storyline is going to do. I'm just, I'm just going by based on the storyline. I don't quite see that as a crime. I think even Carly said it. When Carly was upset, upset I'm going by what I've seen. She was upset. She said, you know what? Well, she still have her freedom. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say to me. Not having your freedom is like you have your your daughter has a a, a trust fund. She literally mentioned it. So I'm going by what I've seen. I actually still don't see that much of a consequence, to be honest. She's still going to be working. She's still going to get money back. She got a lot of people in her life who has money and who will say, hey, let me pick up this bill for you. Like, I I don't quite Mm -hmm. see how that's a consequence over losing three years of your life, in my opinion. So no, I don't think I mean, you want to get a lot of people to see that as a huge consequence. Y'all want consequences? But she I got think, one. I mean, I think I don't think that's. But what's the biggest consequence that she's facing, Jay? But Jay, here's the thing. They took five million dollars out of her account. Okay, but still, here's the thing, though. Okay, just because they took away five million dollars, she's still able to see her. Is it, is it a consequence? Here's the thing. I think we're getting semantics because, look, it's a consequence, but I don't think it, But the difference is, like, yes, it's a consequence for her, one, but two, it's not the same. Of course, like, and then here's where I'm going to swing to Tia's side. Yeah, it's yes, not, it's the consequences, but years. it's not con- but, but, but it's But Drew's going to lose his freedom and his daughter. She'll still live her life. It's not what she's accustomed to, but oh, well. And then also, what per what what I saw this week, you know, Carly doesn't seem like she wants to depend on Sonny or Jax. So I said, let's see where this storyline goes because, um, I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I'll admit that I'm wrong. Carly hasn't gone to Sonny for money, um, or anything like that, you know, lately. So I think that's the point of the story. But we're going to wait and see. The point is, I that mean, she should, she should feel she should feel some kind of responsibility. Because it wasn't all just Drew. It was her, too. That is my, that, I'm going to be honest. She that is my biggest problem. Okay, but wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. But no, listen, no, listen, listen to what I'm saying, though. Listen to what I'm saying. To me, it's like, okay, should she? Okay. And I'm going to ask. Okay, she I need for somebody to do a poll. For what she I, did 
Carly took responsibility for what she did months ago and was ready to face the consequences of her actions. So we cannot keep saying she's not she's, she's not doing it when she literally did it on screen. In dialogue. She's not saying it every day, but she has said that she's going to take responsibility for her actions, that she committed a crime. So, I mean, I don't know what else she... I know people want Carly to be in the prison, but she's not in the prison. Number one, they don't want her. Number I want to ask the writers you know, why can't they couldn't why couldn't Carly go to prison though? I really do want to know. Uh, y'all want this woman to be just dragged through the mud, and it's like even mm-hmm. when she's even when she takes responsibility for what she does, it's still not good enough. Even when she loses five million dollars, it's still not good enough. So do wait, let me ask you, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Drew chose to take the fall to take the fall for Sonny and we chose in the to take the fall for Carly. That's what I just asked Jay. Why if can't the Sam, writers have it? If it were Sam or anybody Sam else. Sam went to jail though. And Carly Sam, and Sam, see, Drew, Sam was the, see, here's the, okay, wait a minute. Let me just say this. If I'm were, having if an issue with Jay. Go ahead, Go ahead. Whoever it was in this scenario, Drew would have done the same thing for Sam. He would have done the same for Carly, anybody else. I'm just saying, we can't keep blaming Carly for what these men want. But we're not blaming the actions. We're not blaming. See, Jay, Jay, listen to what I just said. I asked the writers, I'm asking the writers, why can't Carly stay? some jail time why did she when the judge says something why did she take and say hey um i'll do two and a half years and drew can do this own it up i know she said it in dialogue but here's my question why can't the writers allow carly to go to jail why because you brought up sam well guess what sam went to jail (laughs) alexis went to jail Everybody has, has done jail time. Carly, uh, has been to jail. And Carly was, oh, wait a minute, Carly's been to jail. Also, Carly was a mental institution getting her brain fried for months. So, sh- next topic. Oh, uh, when Goosa was there. Huh. What's up, Goosa? Come back. Uh, Jay, this is, this, I'm not blaming Carly. I'm blaming the writers for not writing this. Because, again, if you're, if you're okay. If you're me, okay. let me try to help you, kid. Here's the problem with the storyline. Yes, Carly went to, um, let me see if I can kind of button this topic up here. <clears throat> yes, Carly went to a mis- mental institution, but it's going to be the same thing I'm going to say about the other show. The problem is right now, yes, uh, yes, she did go to a mental institution 10, 15 years ago, but the crimes that are being committed right now, she's not doing jail time. Yes, I, uh, listen, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say the character of Carly always skated, but I in this storyline, right? here they've got drew right saying uh, right now they both by right they uh, both of their asses she they should be in matching orange jumpsuits now of course she's on contract she's not gonna because here's the thing we talk about optics again i'm kind of like i can go both ways but but the optics are there that is such that she committed a crime she is not going to jail why both of their asses should be in jail 
And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give her. I can't give her credit. I'm not going to give her credit. You know, the, the writers don't get credit because they, to me, because they put Carly in a mental institution for a different set of circumstances ten years ago. Right now, it's inside a training, and two people, or more than two people, were involved in this. One person's going to jail, and yes, she's losing money. But at the end of the day, she's going to live her life to sit by her moss and drink her coffee. And the problem is, it's and I'm going to use the word we use for it's the optics of it. Uh, it's the writers, and they don't do any of the, and I'm going to say this, the writers don't do the characters of Carly, Liam, and some characters justice by letting them continue to do the same thing over and over again. And I got to agree Even with her. Sonny went to fucking jail. Yeah. Now we got to switch the topic because I like Carly, but, well, no, I don't. But we can yeah. sit with Carly for 50 minutes, so we have to switch the topic. Uh, well, well, does any well, so did anybody care about them professing their love to each other? Because if not, we can move on. Oh, sucks! I missed that. Oh, darn it! Yeah, yeah. Sarcasm. It was. Yeah, but, and it and, was and, and you know, Spencer scene. went to jail for going to see his dumb mother too in the grave. <laughs> it was. It was. A, it was a nice scene of them. I don't buy it. Um, I don't buy this love story that they have i feel like they have not built them enough for it to be this way but it was a nice scene i mean but it, it i don't believe i don't believe it i don't believe that do you know i don't believe it you know you can't you can't put lipstick on a pig i mean you know they should have been oh, just well, bro- broke down every day but okay stop it Stop it! She's just, um, she's just. um, I I just don't. They have chemistry, but it's like it's it's emotionless to me. It's like they, I don't believe what they're saying. The actors are trying their best to 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 pull it off, but that's what that's what I said, Jay. But you know the right the writing is just not there, and I agree. This storyline is horrific, and I think that it's a waste of time. And it has been going on too damn long. I mean, you know, this goes back, you know, last year, right? When this first happened, you know, and now it's gone it's from all that tied to into to, Carly and, and Nina stuff, though. That's the, that's what it is. This which, is another listen, level would, of this. Can y'all please just get get a nice open little area, let these bitches fight, and, and whoever wins, wins, and let's call it a day? Like, I am so, I'm so over this Carly and Nina rivalry, because you're right, Candace. this is all about those two heifers. I'm just over it. This whole insider trade and stuff, this beef with Carly and Nina is the reason why all this stuff is Bring happening. And it's just, at what point can we please move this rivalry on? It's, it's just like Ava versus Carly. It's not good, especially it's if Brian it's not Franz over, It's Brian Franz over ABC daytime because I, cause now, I will now, say this is reminding me of this. Be, Guys, can y'all uh, please don't robbery. spend 50 minutes on this topic, please, with Carly and Nina. I'm so, please, let's wrap this up in two minutes or less, guys. Let, let's go. Were they even on this week? Well, no, they were not. Not Carly versus Nina, no. Yeah. But sadly, Tia, here's the thing. Everything ties back to this story. This, this, this art. This is like because the Eddie Main. Because wait a minute, hold on, real quick. The Eddie Main stuff. Even the like a little bit of Ava is in this. A little bit, obviously, of Michael Willow when we see them. 
Um, and then you have the oh, Drew Carlin stuff. Were doing Michael this week? News to me. No, no they weren't. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, to me, it's another big topic. But that's what I'm saying. But but this is but 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 here's the thing. See, the the sad the sad thing is is that this is the umbrella storyline of General Hospital. This is all everything minus a certain like maybe two or three storylines. The majority of General Hospital, the 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 umbrella is the Carly Nina stuff, the Eddie Main stuff. The FCC 90210 SEVT whatever stuff with Drew and Carly goes down to Josh oh, Sachs and all that stuff. Is there anything else we need to discuss with Carly and Lena? Because like I'm just trying to say, there's nothing that happened. Like I know the screen and stuff might take a little while, so I'm trying to get like at least. But I don't want to spend one hour and thirty minutes on GH. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, GH fans, but no. <laughs> Especially when Carly and Lena were not on this week, Byron. They don't make any sense. They on tomorrow, so you're good. So, Spence, since you mentioned Spencer and Trina, apparently Spencer punched Dex again, and uh, and he deserved it. What's that? And he deserved it too. But going back with your oh Dex, oh you have to you you have to fill me in, and then so I guess then that leads into uh, Trina having an issue with it, and then. He in turn finds himself talking to Esme about a snow globe and how they were this great love or some nonsense. And and I'm not going by like I live in the moment and in the day. As of today, I'm going with the theory that he's playing this heifer because it doesn't make any sense. But what I will say mm-hmm. is, GH, it's been two years since Sabrina have been a thing. Gh, get Esme Prince, whatever her name is. Out of that relationship, stop using them to to prom, to prop this character. If 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 Cam's ex affected this, put her off. Send her up in someone else's love. I cannot believe we're dealing with this two years later. But I'm hoping to the heavens above that he's using her because otherwise, I don't understand this left turn. So go ahead, yeah. Tia. You can take however however you wanna take this apart. Well, I would say my my emotions this whole week was everywhere because. Um, Spencer, I'm cool with you and stuff, but you over there hating Dex just for existing at this point is literally ridiculous. And if you are going to be pissed off, maybe you need to tell Trina, I want you to know that your best friend sat there and screwed uh, with Dex when she was with Cam. Because my issue with Spencer is that he literally mm. told Esme this. He told Esme the secret. He yep. And then she was like, oh, wow. I said, wait a minute. You told Esme about Cam and, Cam and Josh, but you can't tell Trina. But not Trina. So Trina think you a lunatic walking around at this point. So, and then I'm sorry, you cannot keep punching people and expect not to get punched back. And I like that he thought Dex wasn't gonna do nothing. Dex said, "Oh, Dex beat him down to the point he could barely breathe. He could barely eat after it." I think he got a good humble beat down pie of what to do when you hit on the wrong person. That's like me going to hit on a hit a boxer in the face. I, I might not be alive to be telling the next story after that. You have to know no, the hit. Fun. I guess. It's I guess since Dex was being so nice and generous and, like, calm, he was like, I could keep messing with him, but Dex had to do it. I'm team Dex a thousand percent. He had to lay down the law and say, you are not going to keep doing this, okay? I I have more skills than you. You need to calm down. So I'm at this point, I'm like, Dex, hey, I I would would tell everybody in. I would go to your uncle and say, you need to go ahead and talk to your nephew because I sure did beat him down. And if he keeps trying to hit me, I'm going to take him to the hospital next time. That's what I would say. Now, (laughs) so I'm a thousand percent Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just saying, agreeing with you. Like, I have my issues with Spencer, but I believe his character is um, written good. 
but at the same time, he did his ass whooped uh, last week yeah. because you can't just keep walking into this world thinking you big bag and, and can take down everybody. That's not true. Even the best fighters in the world going to meet their match one day. So I don't care if it was Dex or a random or an extra. You can't go around uh, trying to punch people not expect to get your head rocked. I mean, you know, oh, people are like, oh, Spencer can fight, all oh, stuff like that. This is agenda. No, it's not. Agenda. He can't, no, he can't, he can't fight against Dex, no. That doesn't make sense, no. Spencer, Spencer, Spencer runs his mouth all the time. He is very pompous and, and, and privileged. So, of course, he walks into that bar or whatever the hell that was, that shack, and thought he could take on uh, Dex and not face no, not face uh, any consequences. And Dex showed him. Now Spencer knows you're not going to beat Dex. So when you see him, keep it pushing. Period. I mean, it is what it is. I, I got to completely agree. Who, and I got to see those scenes where Spencer was the world greatest fighter because I don't remember this. And this is what we have to do <laughs> this agenda. This agenda thing, what the heck is the agenda for? He got his behind beat because he keeps randomly punching people in the face. Like, like what the heck did you expect was going to happen? Spencer probably know how to have them kids fight, but he don't know how to have them real serious fight with ex-military, ex-Marines. I think that's a different board exactly. game. A person who's a monster. That's a very different board game than I'm, I'm fighting my friend in the park because we had a disagreement over a girlfriend. That, that's a very different type of fight there. Um, and we and if y'all talk about some fights with Cameron, um, I don't. I think fighting Cameron when he was five years old is nothing as fighting um, that. But that's just me. Um, when it comes to Trina, okay, I understand her reaction. A little overreaction though, because it's like you know who you with, so you willing to, again. This is again. Break this relationship over Dex, and then you go to Portia and tell Portia the whole story. And I'm going to say this. I said this in live time, and I'm sure Jay is going to agree. I do not care what Portia did in her past. I don't care about the affair she had. But if I am Portia, she would be an idiot to support her daughter with this. I, I just don't see why she would support it. I could be a screen fan and at the same breath say, if I am Portia under no circumstance, Am I accepting this? Am I accepting this relationship? Even she told her, she said, she's like, I don't know how much longer I have to deal with Ace. She's like, uh, if you with Spencer, you are always gonna deal with Ace because that is what you wanna do. Like, and it's and it's like she, was, I think she was also telling her she don't want her to lose her in the process. And I'm sorry, Trina is losing herself. When is she, when is she gonna do something independent from Spencer? And I know people gonna because I know people said this about Sin in the past, or you know, on days people said when they go do something independent. Can somebody tell me does Trina do art anymore? Like with Sydney McCaleb, or is that the last time we truly seen a real exhibit of art? I thought we seen it at the beginning of this version, but it's like everything is surrounded about Spencer. We can all we can make this a power couple while also having her independence, and I think that is what Portia is afraid of. If she's seeing, she's like, my daughter is doing stupid, idiotic things for the man she loves. She she's just not the girl I remember. I know and Portia I, ain't talking. Well, I, but no, no, but, well, no, but that's she can't talk. talk. She can't have to. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't care about her past as a mother. I'm sorry. Ninety. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean on that. And and I know this is that Portia is still independent. She still has her job. She she doesn't like to be quite honest. You would barely know she's dating someone because she's quite be honest. She probably would say, "I put my job first a lot of the time." Like she's really independent. She's her own person in her relationship. A second, I know Portia the doctor more than I know Portia who's with Tag or who's with Curtis. She's not. She doesn't let a man define her. And what makes this worse to you to add on? Because I agree with everything you said. But what makes this worse is she's losing herself 
with Spencer, but hey, listen, they're young and that happens in relationships. You're all about the person you're dating. But the bigger issue is mm-hmm. it's all for a kid that it, he's not the baby daddy to. <laughs> That's the most right. insane. Hold on, wait, hold on, Jay. You could go right after me. Let me just finish this point out real quick. Where Esme and Spencer, okay, these scenes aggravated me to the core, to the, to the point I pushed pause and I said, Carrie, you ain't going to believe what the heck I want. I think I pushed pause like 50 times in this episode and said, you ain't going to believe the nonsense I'm just watching. Because I am watching this episode, and this dude over mm-hmm. here looked like he literally crying, saying, well, you were the, the first love of my life. I'm like, wait a minute. This is still impacting you today? That, that's my issue I'm having with it. Okay, that's the first love of your life. Let's go with that there. My thing is, if it's still impacting you, by the logic, I'm going by this logic. If Esme wasn't a schemer, you actually technically wouldn't have chose Trina. You still, regardless of what she did, because to me, his anger is like, you didn't really love me. So if Esme is still the schemer she is, you still okay unless, because she really loves you. So you could live with everything she's done. That's my, because you are the same dude. You came in town pretending to be Victor, and you literally played with Trina's heart. You lied. You, could, you, didn't, you let her fall in love with you while she didn't know you were dating somebody else, and you led her on. And this is why people be hating Jocelyn, but Jocelyn is correct. This is why she's slamming Spencer. She's like, why the hell you keep hurting my friend regardless of the crap she's dealing with with Kim? I think, again, I could take the two things aside. I personally think she's a real good friend of Trina. I don't agree with some of the stuff Jocelyn does as a character. I think she's one of the worst, but I think where she shines is during her scenes with Trina. People don't want to hear it because so many people is in a Spencer-Trina bubble that they're not really understanding what what Jar's concerns are are actually valid. She's like, this dude came into town pretending to be someone else, made you fall in love with him while he was with somebody else, and now we have to hear this dialogue that, oh, you never loved me. So so what the heck does that mean? So is Trina like, oh, I'm just with you just because? And this is just bad because I always thought his relationship with Trina was to make him realize that the relationship he had with Esme wasn't love. It was more codependence, not a love, but he still to this day believes his love. I'm having a big issue with that. And then the reminiscence, and I think the, the dagger in the heart was when he talked about the snow globe. I said, writers, like, writers, y'all dig in that deep to say he gave her the snow globe from when he was a kid? Now, that's something, regardless of anything, that's not a he's playing her because he literally gave it to her when he was supposedly in love with her. And you're going to bring that up and y'all laughing about this? And then she's like, oh, well, the other Esme really liked you. Well, I just could not believe what I was watching this week. I, there's literally no words for this. That That's all I would say about this. But I, if he's not playing her, then I, I have no clue where we going. I don't get how GHU ruined one of your top couples, and I've been complaining for a while about this. The only time to me they've been written consistently good was Hunter Star, but they've been getting some crappy writing, especially since they are your top pairing, whether people like them or not, with Valentina Anna. Those are your two biggest pairings, and Valentina Anna to me has been getting written a trillion times better this some Sprina has, and I think Spencer and Trina are surviving with the chemistry, but the writing has been awful. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, before you go, Jay, real quick, I'm just going to say real quick, and I agree. And the thing is, if this isn't him playing her, I don't throw the word assassination. This is a couple assassination because I don't see where this is coming out of left field. So if it's not him playing her, then GH has a real problem because they don't have enough couples good on that show, like you just said, a young couple. But go ahead, Jay. Okay, I have several things to say about this Sprina crap. First of all, I'm going to need Trina to face reality for a second. You are not dating 
a saint. You are not dating some Cameron-like character. Spencer is very complicated. He has a lot of layers. I, I'm kind of getting tired of her being surprised that he acts a certain way. He's been acting the same way for two years now. Yeah. So uh, accept him for who he is. You're dating a, a, a very complicated young man. He is not, he has very, he has 15 million sides of him. He's the most loving one second and he's the asshole the next. So going to snitch to your mama who already hates this man, what's the point of that? Like you, you talking, you you feeding him to the wolves. It's only going to make Portia hate him. So why are you telling him her these things? Like, girl, my keep some stuff to yourself, you know. So I thought that scene was ridiculous. Also, I like Esme, right? But if there, there are ways to keep this character on the show without Spencer and Trina. Move her on to another character. You got a blonde one right there named Dex. Bring, recast Cameron. Bring back Cameron. Soraz Jake. Do something. Bring back another character. There, If you want to keep Esme because you like the actress, fine, but do something with her other than inserting her and that damn baby in Spencer and Trina's orbit. I think it's preposterous that Spencer is this um, what's the word? Um, Obsessed with that obsessed that that's his little brother, not his son. You know, like go visit him for an afternoon, buy him some gifts. You don't gotta be sniffing on the S man to do that. That is just absurd and plot driven. You know, I I am not a Sprinter fan. You know, I just don't like them. That's it's fine, but I can't. I'm not gonna deny that this is ridiculous. Like you cannot. In order for couples who have angst, you gotta build them up first. Like, like give give Spencer and Trina the time to 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 grow and learn and be together, and then you want to throw throw in a third party. Go ahead, it's a soap opera. You know, you want to throw Esme in there in, in December or January of next year, sure. Or a Brank throwing Cameron when he comes back, fine. You know, a, 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 a triangle, but you gotta have Esme and not Esme, Spencer and Trina established first. You know. They haven't even broken up for the first time yet, have they? Like, can we get some? Can we get some 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 some, some a love story like before you start throwing a, another character in it? Like, I don't I don't know, and I'm starting to believe, even though it might be I don't know I don't know I don't it's probably not happening, but can they re recon that baby is actually Spencer's? Like, I, I I I really don't know what they're doing. Like, let's stop this now and. You know, focus more so on because uh, Trina annoyed the hell out of me this week. Sitting there in Portia's office, talking about, um, I don't know. How do you not know, girl, who you dealing with? This man had you on a boat with a with his crazy ass uncle trying to kill everybody. Like you not know who you dating, sis. You don't know that he's a Cassidine. If you want a vanilla boy, go find you a vanilla boy. You can't date a Cassidine and expect you know, uh, uh rainbows and lollipops every day. It's ridiculous. Come on, GH, y'all suck with these couples. All these couples suck. You know, I mean, every last couple on this show, even Dex and Josh, all they do is screw. I don't care about them. And, they, and they're montages. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all need a romance consultant. <laughs> like, you know, like y'all need some help in the romance department because y'all suck. 
And Jay, just to kind of echo before I push it over to Candace, this is a couple that they they started two years ago. It's ridiculous that we haven't even got an I love you or a first love scene. This couple is the last couple that need angst. I've been watching 24 months of angst. Can we establish, like you said, they, you, you, you've got to establish people first in order to make the angst make sense. I would love to see Spencer buy Trina a puppy. I would love to see them go on a romantic cruise. I would love to see them, you know, go, you know, go on a beach somewhere and and, and like Sonny and Brenda used to do. Like you can't you can call this couple one of the super couple of the show and not give them super couple material. Like, come on now. And and and, and, and I'll say and another, again, one other thing real quick too. And here's the thing it's egregious because everybody on planet Earth, Helen Keller. We all knew from like month one when we saw Nicholas, and by the way, he's already he's going to be he's got his series. He's going to wait for the writer strike. They've literally wasted. They they struck one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rip this bandaid off too while we're here on the Spencer and Trina. Go train. for it, because I was gonna do it. They they struck lightning in a bottle twice with Tabiana and got Sprina. They got a more mature, more fire version. Anybody who looked at Nicholas Chavez for a nanosecond knew this young fellow was going places. You've literally wasted the last year of this version of this couple. Unacceptable, indefensible. Go ahead, Candace. Okay. So first and foremost, Nicholas, congratulations on the Hernandez. Um, film um, that's going to be on Netflix. And again, like Carrie said, because there's some strikes happening, he's not going to leave until everything is over with. So it may be the end of the year, early next year. Here's my problem. <clears throat> GH, we, we've been hard on you for the last couple of months, a year, and there's good reason because your pacing sucks. Your pacing of certain couples and characters sucks to the point where <laughs> even the kindergarten could write better than you guys. I'm sorry. And I don't dog writers or anything, but it's just crazy to me that this week is the second anniversary. It's like a spring anniversary. You, 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 you got them together. First and foremost, they're one of your hot properties on the show. And like you said, Carrie, not a lot of people will agree with that, but here's the truth be told, they are. They are. They're on the covers of magazines. They're on mainstream magazines, not just soap magazines. Oh, no, 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 no. They were on People. They was on Deadline, stuff like that. They have chemistry. And like you said, they hit it twice. They hit it twice. You don't, a lot of couples can't even get past one recast without the chemistry going womp womp. This, this week with, with Portia, let me start with Portia. Because y'all not, look, I get it. She's a, she a mama, right? She a mama and everything like that. But you know, she, it's like, okay, this story is so, <sighs> let me, let me sit myself down for this. You got Porsche over there to Justin, to Spencer, and Esme. Oh, for, uh, for Ace's sake, maybe it's best so you guys can be on the same page to take parenting class together. Jay? I'm going to agree with you on something. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if for some strange reason they retcon it and say that uh, Spencer is Ace's child just to put the cherry on top of all of this. And that's what my problem is. You got Esme who 
I'm going to even do the quotes in the air. Allegedly has amnesia, right? And she's all being the good girl and everything. Like, oh, the old Esme sounds like she was a righteous little bitch. I can't stand, I couldn't stand her either. You got special there. Now, this is where I hope the dear sweet Jesus off screen, we see a flashback that maybe they are plotting. And here's the thing. I know some people are like, y'all don't think that he is plotting or anything, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, he takes a personal memory and brings it up to see, to kind of test Esme, which was the snow globe. And I'm like, okay, but at the same time, Spencer, don't fall for the trap that you set because I saw you too. It's like going down memory lane, and we all do this. When we go down memory lane, we start to remember and feel the good times, right? We'd be like this. Jay, remember when we saw when we saw Laura Wright? Yeah, good times. I still can't stand you. But, you know, I'm just messing with you, but you know what I mean. And it's like, okay, Trina's over there paranoid. But here's, I'm going to defend Trina on something because all of us do this too. When it's your first love, you sometimes – Hope that they they have changed. What is that saying? Love can change you? And sometimes you don't want to face the reality. The reality is, is that this storyline, look, we all saw it a mile away that they were probably going to do a potential triangle with Amnesia Esme, who's probably faking it, Spencer, who's going to be conflicted, and then you got Trina. But again, y'all didn't have to do this. Because seriously, y'all using Spencer and Trina to prop Esme, and Esme is stuck in the store. Like, come on now. It's, look, I love, let me just say this. Nicholas, Tabby, Avery, I like these actors. But the writing that y'all are doing is dead wrong, and y'all know it. And, yes, I'm going to say it. Why are y'all doing this? I get that it's a soap opera, but you have, and look, all of us are fans. We all rock for certain couples and characters stuff, but you really got people out here who are feeling a certain type of way tonight. You really do because it, it's like, it, it, it's to the point where it's like, how did, okay, Ava and Austin got a love scene. Josh and Dexter, here's the thing. It's not about the, it's, a, it's just the fact that, Again, you have certain people, certain characters, and I'm saying they went faster than couples that you actually did a slow build on. This is starting to remind me of Chase and Brooklyn a little bit. Not all the way, because God forbid, because look, Lord Jesus. But it's just like, what, what are you guys doing? And you can't say, and I love when somebody says this, like with the Drew thing. Clearly they were getting ready to, they're writing out Cameron Madsen because Cameron did have, a movie that he was going to do, but guess what? There's a writer strike. So guess what? He's going to still probably be on unless they give him a vacation, right? Okay. But seriously, writers, what, what, what's going on? And again, I said this to, to you guys. I'm worried about what they were going to do with them when the Falcor writer started. I don't understand. I don't understand. If somebody just sit me down and say, Candace, well, this is what's going on. You know, it's a soap opera, so, you know, we have to do this kind of stuff. But it just makes no sense. With Spencer, yo, you cannot go back and keep hitting people left and right like this without getting your butt beat too, okay? 
But then again, didn't we just do this with Spencer? Am I, did, I, did I dream it? Didn't we just do this with Spencer? Or no? Am I, I, maybe I'm going crazy. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, yeah, we did this with Betsy. Then Trina pissed off at him. Right. It's like, come on now. Like, what is going I'm, like, so confused. I'm like, one way I'm like, at first I'm like, wow, really investing y'all are giving, you know, giving the people what they want. And yeah, you can say what you want and everything. Yes, you have to bring, bring it, bring, sometimes you got to bring some things up. But the thing is, is that this is young love. We're seeing a young couple. We're seeing, you know, stuff happening here. But you're doing this. And I don't get it. I don't understand it. And... I'm not going to talk about it, but some of y'all already know, you know, some things. And I'm just going to say this. G.H., I hope, I hope, I hope you do justice with Spencer and Trina. Because if not, I can tell you this right now. You're going to let a lot of people down because this is one of your most talked about couples, your fandoms, in a very long time. And some people may disagree with that, but but one thing is for sure, you, you can't. When you look at the magazine covers and stuff like that, this past year the TCAs and stuff like that. Come on, General Hospital, like seriously, move Esme out, and we all know that Allie Mills is coming back as Heather, so that's another part. You know, everything. It's just we know it's a storyline. But it's just sometimes it's like, why y'all even why why do we even go to this to this limit? Like, what's going on? I don't they I don't get it. So. Right there, Candace. They have an option right there. His name is Cameron Weber. I don't understand. I understand the actor. Okay, is but here's the thing, Cameron. Okay, but 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 Jay, here's the thing. On this show right now, because I'm going to go to somebody that you was talking about. You kept bringing this person's name up. Why can't Dex like? What is Dex and Esme? Have they shared scenes? Have they? I mean, like, you no, know what I'm saying? Listen, they can do. They can do Dex and Esme. I do not care. I do not care. I would prefer Cameron being on screen. Um, but I, if they want to do a Jocelyn uh, Dex and oh, shout out to William Lipton uh, because his show got picked up too. I I find I don't care, but at this point. They need to do something because it's just this is just not working. And again, this is coming from a Sprina, a person who's not a fan of the couple of Sprina. This is this is this is just ridiculous. Like they they haven't even had I don't know what they've done yet. Can they go to they the only movies? Kissed, I mean, they like, almost I had an almost their moment, like almost penetrating. They haven't had a first I love you. They haven't had a montage. They haven't had, you know, that angst fight with the sound, so, you know, like a pop song playing in the background. They haven't had none of that. You've had the outs, obviously, Portia, you know, Curtis, and, you know, well, I can't even say Tagger because, Lord knows, like, we didn't get that POV. But we had the angst of the parent not wanting her child to be with Spencer. We've had, you know, Cameron and, and Josh, and, you know, talking about them and everything like that. So, you know, the classic, typical teen show, you know, where the friends know that they like each other. But then all of a sudden it was like, whoa. Hit, hit wall. The wall stopped. Stopped you. And now we got Esme, who's, you know, with Spencer living there. Now they want to take parents to class, getting all, you know, we belong together. We, Akuna Matata. The baby is cute as I don't know what. Seriously, good job, Mark, for the baby. But it's frustrating. 
it is very frustrating to see this. The pacing, I, I just, dear so Jesus, so does, the show. So does anyone have any more things to say to Dave? So we, I mean, GH, so we could go to Dave? I got one thing, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it really short and sweet. F you, Curtis. You, you. I'm, I'm not gonna cuss tonight, but you need okay. to go get some business and get out of Jordan's face and go mind your business oh. and go be with your wife and, and and go and go find something to do. Like you, ugh, I cannot. This character of Curtis gets on my nerves. It is I. Everything he does just irritates me. So maybe I'm alone in this. But go screw yourself, Curtis. The audacity of these men this week on this soap opera, on this soap opera this week. Just the utter audacity. Oh, wait. I forgot something to you before you go. There is something. There is something else. And and GH, you should be ashamed of yourself. But actually, I will say I'm actually kind of intrigued with this. I will say this. I am intrigued with this. So this week... <laughs> We, um, you know, um, Lucy X Felicia. It's always nice to see them. You know what I'm saying? It's always nice to see them. Um, to find out what Martin was hiding. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's been paying one of his three ex-wives or something like that. And so, Lucy, you know, again, they're doing some digging on Martin's ex-wife. Can y'all tell what this is setting up for? I give you a clue. It's probably going to be connected to Walt Willie. Jackson Montgomery, when he comes, uh, what is it, next Tuesday, July 11th, right, to General Hospital. So we're going to have a little fun, I guess. You know, it's going to be so much fun, you know, seeing Michael E. Knight and Walt Willie together. It's going to be a little All My Children reunion. I'm being really sarcastic, but it's funnier, too. And I guess we're going to find out who the ex-wife is, meaning it's going to be somebody from General Hospital's past. <laughs> if they were smart, they would tie it in to whoever Tracy was talking to, and it'd be Faith Roscoe or Sky Chandler. But we can't have nice things. <laughs> Back to days of lives. We're doing days of YR. Um, let let let's do Younger Russell because I really don't know how how long I brought. Really, I'm gonna try right, to stay right. on as long as I can. Okay. Oh yeah. Hey hey hey! This is this is this is live, folks. This is what happens when it's live. Um, so, I mean, all right, I, I left my notes, but this is, this is, well, we're just going to hit the topics. So this week on the Young and the Rustlers, Cameron left, um, Sharon, his company, which I thought went under, but apparently it's not. Um, let me see what else happened. Um, I'm like all over the place, so I apologize for that. Um, but. Uh, let see. So, yeah, so Sharon had received a box of items from Cameron's attorney, including a document pretty much stating that Cameron was handing the company over to her. Okay, can I, before that, um, I, was it last week, the week before when Faith went back home? I mean, back to school? That was last week, right? Two weeks like ago. Like the week before. Weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna because I wasn't here. I, I need. I don't know if I did speak on it or I don't. I don't remember. Sure, I don't remember. So if I did, I apologize. But I'm gonna say this again. This was what I was kind of afraid that they were gonna do, and I need for Young and the Russells to invest in this because I feel as though Faith, Faith was traumatized in all of this situation, which is which crosses over to Sharon. 
Um, now Sharon <laughs> receives the box, and I was kind of surprised with this twist that Cameron left the company, not the house, not the not the car or anything, but the company to Sharon. Tia, what did you think about that twist? That came with Cameron left her? Um, I don't really know what to think about it because I don't really know what she's going to do with the company. So I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to wait for it. Well, I guess he gave mm-hmm. her something to hunt her from the great beyond. So still give. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carrie? Yeah, he he's this is still gonna control her from the underground. He's he's one diabolical dude. I can't wait to see what she does with it. Yeah. Um Jay, what did you think? Say it again. Um, I didn't watch all of I didn't watch all of last week. I only pay attention to that. Punk ass Kyle, but um, uh, yeah, I agree about Cameron. Um, and I did catch up to their scenes a couple weeks ago, they were great. Um, Sharon Case and Josh Amaro have good chemistry, so I'm team chick these days. So keep them in, in more scenes with each other. Thank you. <laughs> um, I told Daphne we were doing this. Um, Okay, wait. Is Daphne on? Yes, she is. Yeah, Carrie. Okay. Daphne, what are your thoughts about what Cameron left um, Sharon? By the way, hi. I'm not sure, but I'm wondering is this going to be part of the tool that Nick uses to take on Victoria. I don't know. It would be interesting if he did that. But I, I'm I think it's a little bit early. I wanna see what's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean I I mean Sharon Case did say this wouldn't be the last that you would quote unquote see of her, obviously. Um so you know, now we got this storyline, which is, again, like Carrie said, you thought you were done with him, but he's still, he's still a party. What are you going to do next? It's everything. Um, okay, so keeping with the whole um, business this and whatnot, um, Jack and, um, no, wait. Blah, 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 blah. So, okay, Billy was mad at Jack because um, there was a press release talking about Diane's new um, job at Jabot, right? And then Tucker, on the other hand, you know, made a deal, like was talking to Ashley saying pretty much, can you please let your hatred go towards Diane because this is not doing anything for you. It's not doing anything for Jack. Jack is not going to change his mind about Diane. And so then um, after a while, Ashley agrees to start a business venture with Tucker. Your thoughts on that, Tia? But look, Ashley with the dude who came into town to try to take Jabot, but yeah, go ahead and team up with him, although you can't 
stop mentioning Diane's name every week. And thank you for Tucker for being in the audience with saying Diane, Diane. He's just fed up. She can't even eat a lunch meal without mentioning Diane's name. So I love Tucker laying into her and saying, can we just have a nice dinner? And pretty much saying, I think what me and Carrie said since the beginning, actually me, Carrie, and Daphne said, from the beginning of the storyline, if Diane is so evil, let her form her face and stop doing something. Like, this is, Ashley and Phyllis are like the dumbest characters in history. If this lady is this bad, uh, bad, let her form her face and do it herself and then be like, we told you so when it happened. Like, again, she, Diane, even if she had a plan, she's not stupid enough to reveal herself when everyone is at on her track. She's more likely to do something bad when everyone has given up. And she'd be like, wait a minute. Everyone thinks I'm good, so now I could get under these people and, and make them look oh, like, oh, so, so she would have a plan. So she would have a plan. No, no. Uh-huh. Hit me up when you actually admit she didn't have a plan. So you still not admitting to that. So, no, because, yeah, see, I've been, I've, been on the, I've been on the Diane Hansen no, plane no, no, train but, for, no, wait a, for a while. Wait, I didn't give a deadline, but I know this show. No, that's. Don't try to jump on the nail. No, you missed up my whole. No, she doesn't have a plan. No, I'm, you literally put the dead. It can't be open ended. Yeah, well, my, no, no, no. She, if she has a plan, I don't care what anyone said. This is a straight up read, right? This lady doesn't have a plan. And Josh Griffin does not write two years out, so let's not do this. Um, but also, what I'm saying is. Ashley and Phyllis, they are both stupid because I said if she had a plan, clearly she doesn't. Let her form her face herself, as Tucker said. Tucker literally told Ashley that if she's this bad a lady, let, let her let her reveal it herself. Don't come after her and attack her every day. She's never going to reveal something. If she had a plan, Ashley and Phyllis, you're making it more easier for her to never say what the plan is. And again, Ashley, you're an idiot because Tucker is the reason Diane is in town. So if you hate I know he's giving you good pleasure in the bedroom, but he's the reason why you're doing your limited sisters in town. So maybe you need to go ahead and be pissed off at Tucker every day. Like, why did you bring this nutcase back in our town? Oh, wait a minute. It was to spy in Jabot. That's exactly why he brought her into town. So she just looked like an idiot at this point. Jay? Yeah, I'm going to say Daphne. Okay, Ashley, it needs to take a seat. She just needs to sit down. I don't get this whole, okay, so you hate Diane. Diane came to town because your boyfriend slash fiance has said, blah, blah, blah. Okay, at this point, Diane is a fool to have a plan. She's a fool to have a plan or to be doing something dirty, at least for this point. Because at this point, if a window gets broken, somebody drops a bomb, somebody moves a decimal point, a penny gets lost, somebody ate somebody's lunch out the refrigerator, Diane is, sub- is, is suspect number one for everything. So to me at this point, if I'm Diane, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let these fools sort of beat themselves down. I'm going to make them look like fools because at this point, every time you turn around, Diane, 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 Diane's hands is 95% clean or whatever it is that you're telling me that she's doing. So at this point, I, I cannot believe I'm on Billy Abbott's side. You know it's got to be bad where I'm going, you tell them, Billy, Billy, this is good. Billy, I'm liking Billy. 
because y'all know I have that hatred, well, not that hatred, that dislike for Billy. So at this point, I need for, I need for Ashley to find something else to do. I need for Neil, is Ashley going to take her patents from Jabot and move them to the new company? I'm not trying to be funny. I hope Tucker takes the new company from her and she's sitting there with egg on her face. Because I, I need for these women to have consequences. And that's what we're not getting. We're not getting consequences. We're just getting more and more. Every time Diane proves that she's not done something, it's like they just double down. They double down and say, well, you know, she did something back in 1962. Diane, that's what, 50, 60 years ago. At some point, you got to let it go. You can't sit here and say, Tucker, I forgive you. Tucker, you okay. But then you can't afford that same Forgive what, or that same, I don't even have to say forgiveness. You can't afford that same, you know what, well, she's been good for right now. I'm just going to sit back, and as my grandma would say, I'm going to watch and pray. I'm going to sit back and just watch her. Keep my, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to keep my eye on her. And the first time she makes the wrong move, I'm going to be, uh-huh, Jack, told you so. Because I'm not going to believe in being an I told you so person. And sit back and let you mess it up yourself. So I don't know. I'm just a little bit tired of Phyllis and I'm tired. I know we don't get to Phyllis. I'm just tired of Phyllis and Ashley at the moment. And they're whining. Mm-hmm. Carrie? Ashley, I agree. I mean, at this point, again, there is no plan. The, the problem is we, the audience, haven't seen one iota of it. Ashley and all these people look crazy. And, yeah, even and if, even if Diane didn't have a plan, but even if she did, anybody with two brain cells would bow off and go, oh, well, uh, the, the, heat's too, the heat's on me. I can't do anything now. you got to strike when people aren't running their mouth. And, and we know you know who's probably around the corner, too. So, yeah, no, Ashley, ugh, I can't. We're talking no less. <laughs> I'm just enjoying, I, I don't know, but, uh, I'm like, okay, Ashley, I see what you say, but you need to be smart, too, because you know how Tucker is, and, you know, don't, yeah, 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 but I'm like, I, I don't know, I'm I'm sorry, y'all, I'm still sticking to what I said about Tucker and Diane and all of them, I, I just, because to me, it's like, okay, Ashley and Jack are fighting, that means that somebody's going to let their guard down, and yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, yeah, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me see what else happened. What else happened? Well, oh, um, don't you think that Ashley has already let her guard down as it relates to Tucker? I think she has, but not all the way. And mm-hmm. I mean, even though she agreed to start this company with him, that's where I'm going. I'm going to say this. It's like, okay, she's doing this out of spite, in a sense, because it's like Diane is now over at Jabot, and you know that irks Ashley to no, to no point. So it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. Jack says, Tucker gets under your skin. I'm going to start a venture with him. It's like, it, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, how do you get, how do you get under somebody? How, it's by playing everybody against their, each other, because like you guys said, Okay, right now everybody is sitting pretty. Diane is sitting pretty. Tucker's kind of sitting pretty, even though he got his hands messy too. But Ashley and Jack are doing all the work. It's like, okay, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. I'm gonna let my I'm turn my back one minute, and then what happens? A takeover. What happens? People look stupid. What? So yeah, I'm just 
Yeah, I'm just sitting back and watching. I would uh, I would say this. I, I do I gotta agree with Billy Abbott. This is where I can have two thoughts. Everyone knows Jack and Diane at this point are my favorite couple on the show. I just like the way they are written. But in saying that, Billy Abbott is completely right. What the heck did you hire Diane for a position she's not qualified? Like why the heck and then he and then he said you literally put me in a position where I couldn't even anything because I'm the CEO and I don't and I don't know anything so I had to literally go along with it or everyone else would have thought it was an inner conflict with the family but I will say Jack had a good comeback although I was still with Billy at the end when he said oh so really qualified I don't remember you being qualified for your position when I hired you I didn't interview any applicants before I hired you Billy and I thought oh snap even Billy had to pause a little bit he said the difference is and I love the whole thing the difference is I'm an advocate he said Diane gonna be an advocate too deal with it and and let's not forget Jack you ain't called Five even because you was in the military, bro. Let's not forget the see that's see your old school young Russell fan. You remember he didn't take no business classes. That was Ashley. Mm-hmm. But, we, yeah. no, but wait a minute, he was so that's the case. That means he is kind of right. So that means no one's had their jobs. And so I guess that means so, so that's what he's saying is that means Diane should have her job. So because no, Diane should. No, no, but but that's but you just you kind of. I know. I'm just messing with you. I go. So. But at the same time, I'm, I would be pissed. I would be ticked off too. Like, okay, if I'm a part of the company as well as the COO, and the CEO, yeah, I should know. I should right. Even if you're, even if I'm in Hawaii, not landing, Dallas, Dynasty, South and Crest. Yeah, that was. <laughs> wow. Oh, we just we just talked to you some stuff. That was prime time soap, honey. Not landing, oh, Dallas, yeah. Dynasty, South and Crest, and hotel. And if you really want to go there from Lingo Road, for those who are old enough to remember that. Anyway, but the thing is, is that I, I would feel, I would feel, look, Billy already feels sometimes that he's left out of certain things. Like, you know. But this is something regarding a company that he's a part of. Like, we're so, remember Jack said we are, we are equal in a sense. Like, okay, T and me and you, whatever is going down, you, you'll find out. If something's going down and I'm not, you'll still let me know. Like we need to be on the same page instead of you know one of us like yes right and and then somebody has to fake it like oh yeah I knew about it. Like you should have talked to me first, but oh okay do what you gotta do because this is because this is what you do all the time, Jack. You 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 don't you know you don't you don't think about anybody Mm -hmm. else, but you know so yeah. Um, So we'll see what happens with that whole situation. Um, okay, so, uh, all right, so I, I need to talk about this. So Chance this week, um, he proposed, he told, okay, he pretty much said that he's been thinking about a lot of things lately and that he thinks it's best for Abby and Devon to move into Chancellor Mansion to give Dominic a nice home. And by the way, we was treated to a flashback that I didn't even think it was. I, look, young Russell, these flashbacks, y'all are trying so hard to make me, like, break. But we was treated to, you know, when Devon was, you know, the penthouse and everything, to a Hillary oh, flashback. Which, well, again, everybody was like, Devon fans, nice to see you guys back on social media. I was wondering where you guys went at. But um, they came out when that, you know, it came, you know, obviously if you had Canada, people knew about it. But 
Um, but that was a nice little surprise because, you know, we got to remember that's the reason why he got that, you know, he bought it for, for Hillary. Um, so let me just say this. Chance, you are a good person because I wouldn't have done it. But when you said, when he said, you know, Catherine would want you to live there, I mean, Hindsight, Devon is only Catherine's grandson, not a chancellor by blood. I just want to point that out. But, you know, Devon and Chance are technically somewhat sort of kind of cousins. And I get it. It's like you want the child to be raised in a nice, loving home and everybody's there. And, you know, it's like full house, you know. Yeah, Russell, this is one of your weak stories, though. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I, I don't get it. Um, Tia, do you have anything to say about this storyline? Because um, no, I, I definitely do not. I don't care anything about it. I was hoping for something big to happen, but okay. I was just hoping he just gave up his uh, right to the father since he don't seem to care about the kid that much anyway. So yeah, I don't have any thoughts on the story. I mean, he cares about the kid more than Drew does. Um, Tia, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He might be a tie. I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. Now he's still, he's still. Look, he's giving up a house. He ain't giving up his, his, his freedom. Um, Carrie. I think it, I thought it was a silly dialogue when he was like, "Oh, Dom has an anxiety going back and forth." Yeah, okay, you got a penthouse and a mansion. What's well, a child don't know the difference? Give me a break. I mean, I have anxiety too. Can I get a penthouse? I'm just like, mm, sure um, right. Give me a penthouse and give, give me chance. Um, Daphne? I didn't get this. I didn't understand what the need for this was. I was like, okay, this is a little child. He's going back and forth. All he cares about is eating, sleeping, pooing, and playing. So, I mean, he's his stable house where he's at. So I just did not get this. I just feel like this was something something to give Chance, something to do. Other than you know the silly stuff, so I was and and the, and the hair and stuff, so I just didn't get it. It made no sense to me. Okay, all right. I'm gonna group all of this together because I'm I'm starting like I'm starting to remember certain things here. So tell me if this it was definitely this week, okay? So Summer and Chance um, spoke to Young Russell. I see what you're doing. And I already told you, I'm, I'm fine if you do this with Summer and Chance. I, I, I get it. I feel you on this. I, I do. Anyway, so um, I, Summer had told Chance that Phyllis had contacted her, right, and not Daniel. Yeah. And so, right, so then they made a pact to find Phyllis because Phyllis is somewhere. And so... Phyllis ended up at the hotel room where Michael was trying to romance more. See, folks, love in the afternoon. And so Michael and Phyllis was talking, and, um, like, I think Phyllis had got Michael to defend her um, because of her claims of self-defense, right? That's what it was. So, yeah. So real quick, what did we think about that um, that scene? Those those Phyllis Michael summer chants. Tia. Chance and summer. 
okay. I, I love that. I, the thing I love about the scene is that Chance didn't tell her that she was a good person and that he understood what she was doing. Like, I, I love when she was like, isn't it the part of the friendship where you say all this? And he's just like, um, yeah, that, that that's not me. I'm not that guy. So I said, okay, Chance, we're uh, we on the same side there. When it comes to Phyllis and Lauren, uh, Michael and Lauren, I, I'm just, I'm so underwhelmed and I think probably Daphne would be the same. This is something that we feared is that, that you know, this character of Phyllis won't pay any type of consequence because I don't understand how you don't get, like Lauren is literally the happiest lady. I know you're happy your friend is alive, but not one, like what the hell? Like I, I'm just not understanding. I felt Michael was, I would help Michael. I think Michael was a little in between it of being happy and being like, I really cannot help you. Like what the heck have you done? So I think he was in the middle of it, and then, and then she, then she said, "Are you really gonna choose Diane over me?" I'm like, "Girl, are you sick? Like, it's just I'm just tired of everyone, especially like someone like someone. She comes back to town, and she's not gonna face any charges. I'm sorry, your mother committed multiple crimes. She is gonna go. My girl Sharon, when she faked her death, came back. Sorry, unfortunately, she faced some consequences. Thank you, Adam, for your assistance on that with your jealous self. But you know." She paid consequence. You cannot fake your death, frame somebody from it, and let's go a step farther, kill somebody, and expect to pay one, not one consequence. I think that's what Michael was saying. Like, he's not a, a magician. He's not a miracle worker. He's not a memory wiper. He can't erase what everyone knows. You, it's under no circle. And right now, you still are on the run. Like, I, no, I'm sorry. She needs... From soap standards, I need a muffin. I need a muffin gel. I, I know a muffin is not a lot, but I would deal with that in soap standards if I see her crying behind that cell and then some type of miracle happen because she need to pay some consequence. I find it unbelievable to her not to face anything at this point. So yeah, I wasn't that impressed with the okay. Michael with the Michael and uh, Phyllis scenes. I'm sorry, no, and especially Lauren's reaction as well. And I miss the house. That would be nice to see the house again, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Daphne. Okay, I don't understand. I, I last week, I went. Was it last week? I was on the rant of why can't Carly Corinthos face a consequence, or why can't Carly Corinthos have somebody angry with her for more than two seconds? I'm about to apply this to Phyllis. Phyllis still hasn't learned the lesson. Phyllis has hit rock bottom. And she still hasn't learned the lesson yet. It's still you on Diane's side. Diane is the cause of this. You know, Diane, Diane, Diane. I just don't get, I don't get what they're writing at this point for. You got Mike, okay, Michael, Lauren. Why are these people not pissed off and telling, telling Phyllis to get the blank out that hotel room? I, I just don't get it. I mean, I could see Summer, that's her daughter, but it looks like Summer is waking up to what's going on in the shenanigans of, of her mother because Summer's life is falling apart. I don't get this, you know, all of this. I was hoping that Victor, in his search for that EMT, would flip the script and, and got fine and put Summer and put Phyllis on this thing. So I'm just not getting it. This is what I feared. Someone's going to end up, I mean, Phyllis is going to end up being told, told Phyllis, you did this. Stark manipulated this. Stark did this. Stark, 
source was, you know, was, was all of the cause of this. No, ma'am. No way. You, you know, you agreed with, with Stark. You actually said, I do to Stark. So I'm just, I'm just frustrated with this. To me, a good storyline is becoming terrible. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just upset that I, I'm not getting, Phyllis is not getting what I call Phyllis's due. And for those of the people who are saying this is outside of Phyllis's character, for me and for my history of Phyllis, this is not outside her character. This is what happens when your character gets so, goes out so far that, you know, because usually by now, Jack or somebody would have pulled her, would have said, okay, Phyllis, you were right, we was wrong, dot, 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 you know, praise and be in the name of the Lord. But now Jack literally can't stand Phyllis. The comments that he makes about Phyllis and stuff is hilarious, and I'm loving it. So why mm. can't we just get – why can't we get somebody that's ticked off with Phyllis and staying ticked off with Phyllis? Mm-hmm. Carrie? Uh, well, as it relates to Michael in the hotel room trying to get romantic with his wife – she barges herself in there, and of course, it's all about her in typical Phyllis fashion. And as it relates to Summer, I think the reason Summer is now finally realizing the damage her mother has done is because now she knows, I think in Summer's mind, she can breathe a little bit because she knows Michael has a quote plan to help Phyllis out. So in her mind, she can, whether, whether she, look, I think she needs consequences, but from some of this POV, she knows Michael's on the case and there's a plan. So now that she's not in that constant rat race of my mother, where is she? i got to help with this, that. Now she's taking stock of her life and the ruins it's in. And and, and I'm with you, <clears throat> Javi, because here's the thing. If a person's on contract, it's a month in jail, whatever, give her some jail time because my biggest issue is, well, I'm, every, I won't even say everybody. I'm just going to use say Summer. I, I know as well as I know my name, Summer is going to face more consequences for Phyllis's actions than Phyllis Summers is going to. Because her kids are still the two most important people in her life. Even if everybody in Genoa City hates Phyllis, guess what? It don't matter. The two people that she loves most in the world, to whatever degree she does, are Daniel and Summer, and they haven't disowned her. So even if every other person in that town hates her, as long as she got Daniel and Summer, her kids, she ain't lose shit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um... I'm just going to to get to the good stuff because we all saw it coming. Can I? Oh, oh ahead, can I, Before you get to that, I, can I just make a comment to, about Adam real quick? Oh, him. Go ahead. Um, okay, Adam, I I have a choice of words for you. Okay, the sharing the Adam scene that that's so nice that you checked on your friend. Yeah. Okay, full of crap. Um, I love when Nick, and I got to say, also, shout out to Sharon and Nick. I think that was probably the most romantic, non-romantic scene that they've had in years where they were talking on the phone and she was laying back on the couch and she was like, uh, he like, do you want me to come over? I said, that's, that's, I actually like shit again for that little scene. I said, okay, I think, I think y'all still, y'all still got it, guys. Oh, oh I just remember talk. something too when you said about Nick. Yeah, they just talk so normal and casual, and I was like, oh, I kinda, I'm kind of liking this shit. I would like to continue to get scenes like that. That was a really just lovely scene, and I love when he's seen Adam, and then he's over there confronting him and saying, hey, 
he's like, hey, what, why in the world did you see sharing this stuff? And then he said, he says, oh, wait a minute. I can't go ahead and talk to the friend. You don't only want to allow him to be the hero and stuff. He said, oh, no, no, you could go to a friend, but you were going with her for her to help you solve your problems. And I said, thank you for calling him out. You just want her to be your therapy to help you through this. And she had already dealt with a traumatic situation her own self. And this is my issue with the writer for him. They have made him sadly 24-7 to the point uh, he's a little bit unrecognizable to me. I know a lot of people complain mm-hmm. with Justin Hartley version because they was like, oh, he only is contacting Chelsea. I, I understand that, but this one, well, that's, this is how I'm feeling about Mark Wilson version. Just in the last, since he's been with Sally, he's been like this. And I'm like, I just, I can't see it Sally 24-7. I love that Nick called him out about himself and said, please don't go, don't even think about going to Sharon House if it's not actually anything as a legit friend. Let's not do this. She should not help you heal and talk about your little kitty problems that you have at this point. She's dealing with things of her own. Um, and also, Sally, uh, I understand you grieving too. But I, and it was because I know I was supposed to feel bad and I was supposed a tear was supposed to come out of my that my eye during the moment when she was screaming at Nick when Nick said, "Hey, just yeah, I was going to bring that I up, just, yeah." And then, she, and then she was over here like, well, you know what, you know, what? I understand that you was with your family, but what about me? I said, yeah, what about you? Her, his, his daughter was strapped to a bomb. That, that's what about him? Like, I was just, she's adamant, Sally. Yeah, they probably deserve each other. I, I just couldn't stand both characters this week. I understand, again, Sally is in grieving state, but I don't want to hear where was Nick when everyone at this point of time, but as far as today, this, today's date, know where Faith was. They know that she was in a hostage situation. And the same thing, Adam, too. This idiot saying, oh, Walk, where were you at? You couldn't have chose Sally because every time Sharon is involved, you don't choose that. Well, maybe you need to go to talk to Chelsea because Chelsea used to argue with you about that while you always chose Sharon, too. Probably you need to wonder why mm-hmm. Sharon. Because maybe Chelsea, I, I wish Chelsea would have overheard that conversation in the background and be like, Oh, uh, do you remember back in the day when I used to be saying why is it sharing twenty four seven two? But in this situation, the difference is they daughter was legitimately in, in in danger. I am not here for seeing no Nick bashing this time. Where I'm going to be the main defender of Nick until the means, and not right now. I'm I'm the number one Nick fan. There's no one who could go debate against Nick with me in this storyline. There's just no way he was defending his daughter. Like the, he, the, 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 he was he, he was at, he was with his family. No, that's what they want to have. No, I don't care about that. Do they want him to say, you know what, my daughter is strapped to the bomb, but let me go ahead and see what Sally is doing. Even, I'm just, and this is, and and Tia, look, I'm going to tell you something. Wait, I I, got to tell you this story real quick. I'm going to say this. No, one more comment. I don't even care if somebody says Sally was dying tomorrow. I'd be like, well, dang, I hope she make it. Let me get my daughter out this bomb. That's how serious I am about Nick making his decision. I I don't care. He's not even 1% wrong for what he's done. And he shouldn't feel 1% of guilt either. I'm sorry. No, this is a serious situation. I, I'm not, I cannot believe we are debating people over there debating Nick for this. I, I'm just, I'm just mind boggled at this point. But go ahead, Dodgers. Okay. Here's, here's where, when, okay, when Nick came and saw Sally, right? Again, let me just preface this. I understand that Sally still had, still is emotional, okay? When you have a child, it's still born, miscarried, whatnot. That you, there's, like death, you, you, there's no time limit on, on how you're supposed to handle all of this, right? But there was a bottle up, pinch up, you know, anger towards Nick. Um, hold on for one second. Take over, okay? Be right back. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. Wait, no, no, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to reply 
lot of the comments in the chat. Someone said he wouldn't have known she was strapped to a bomb. Um, he would have known his daughter was kidnapped. I want people to take context of this scene that we do not remember. Yeah, he, um, he didn't even get the, the bomb. The, the, the bomb comes thing, after. Yeah, yeah, the first thing that Sheeran did was she sees Faith. Y'all go look at this scene, and I think it was subtext, a little subtext that you have to pay attention to. She said, are you okay? Did he touch you in any way? Do you know what that plot? Mm. That plot, oh, my God, did something sexually happen when I was away. <laughs> Nick, I am so, let's, I mean, let's take out the bomb. Your daughter take out the is bomb. Nick that. is still right. Who, who, that, who, that, who the heck cares about anyone else? I don't care about anyone. And by the I way, and, and, but actually, but wait a minute to you, though. Here's the thing, and this is another reason you can't slam Nick for a because number one, I'm not, and I'm going to do this in real slow, clear terms. Two reasons you can't blame Nick. It didn't, he didn't even need to know his daughter was strapped to a bomb. He knew his daughter was not, not kidnapped by a random person, but a madman. But also, he did not just leave Sally to her own devices. He, pro, he made sure that the baby daddy was there babysitting her. So please, we are not... So, so it's not just that Nick left her stranded with nobody. He put Adam in place to be there for her. And guess what? Adam got her to the hospital, and Nick would have done the exact same thing Adam did, given the situation. So I'm with you. Look, I, I am with you. In this, in this situation, <clears throat> Nick Newman is not to be blamed negative 1% because what was the man to do? He couldn't do – her situation with the pregnancy wouldn't have changed if he was in that, in that hospital by her side. The baby daddy was right there. And literally, and this is usually cases I'm like, I could see all sides, but I'm sorry. No, there is no all sides. There's one side. Oh, yeah, you, my daughter kidnapped. I don't care about anyone. I don't care about my husband. I don't care about a pet. I don't care and about And by the no way, Sally's flip-flopping too because – and here's the thing. In, in the first – initially, Sally understood it and was empathetic, and then she changed her mind. Yep. Yeah, is, yeah any oh, parent yeah, – to no. me, any good parent would – any parent would – this this one – yeah, this one in here, is, this, is, this is not even – it's not even a discuss. I, I cannot even entertain this discussion that I'm, I'm literally seeing. And by, oh, the, and by well, the way, and not that this shouldn't matter, but yeah, it's not his kid. They, and again, he made sure Adam was there to be there in his absence. He, and, and he did that while all this stuff was going on. He went the extra mile that he had the foresight to do so. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I don't know how anyone fixes uh, to, to blame him one iota. Well, go look in the chat room. Is And by the way, I'm going to take it a step further. I know some people had issue with Adam, with Nick telling Adam to back off. And I'm blaming Sally for that because whether we like it or not, Nick and Sally are dating. Nick tried twice to say Adam lost a child too. He did the right thing. But if Sally keeps letting Nick know she wants nothing to do with Adam, any boyfriend's going to do that. Tell him to back off. Mm-hmm. He's but, going on yeah, Sally's I- wishes. Yeah, so in this case, I'm gonna and I and I and I love Adam. And everyone should know in the podcast. I think I've been one of the main defenders. But just for this, this I don't even care if the dude is grieving at this point. You do not attack Nick to say you always gonna choose Sharon first. This wasn't about Sharon. This was about faith. This wasn't this. Let me. Can we stop even bringing Sharon in? By the way, a, and by the way, no. Here's another reason to you why Adam's dialogue doesn't make sense because Adam knew it was serious because he literally he he dragged Chance for not protecting them. So wait, yeah. you can drag Chance, but Nick was supposed to be what rubbing Sally's feet when his daughter was kidnapped. He he went a step further and dragged Chance for not doing his job. So yep, uh, yeah, the whole. So, I I I'll go with you, Dad. For yeah, I'm not sure if you watched this, but what is your reaction on it? 
I don't know what they're doing to Adam. Are you trying to make Adam go back to the dark side and this is your feeble attempt to do this? Because for me, this is not working. You guys know I love Adam. I was loving Adam and Sally in the beginning when when it wasn't even probably a thought to put Adam and Sally together. Um, I have since been corrected about a few things of why I said I liked Adam and Sally, but I still like Adam and Sally um, together with this. Um, so I just don't, I, I, to me, I feel like Nick was in a no-win situation. You know, whoever he chose, there was going to be someone who was not going to have him in there. I'm sorry, Sally, but I got to go with Nick on this at this point. I know how cray-cray Cameron is. I know he's an abusive SOS. So my thing is this, you know, he's going after Sharon. So I'm going to make sure that I put, you know, I'm going to make sure. And I think he did the right thing. He was like, okay, Sally, you know, where maybe in the beginning, he didn't tell Sally every single thing, every single detail and bit one-on-one. But I like the fact that he did tell Sally most of the stuff that was going on. He put Adam in charge and said, Adam, you need to do this, this, and this, and you need to protect our girls. That's basically, I think, the word he said was, you need to protect our girls um, and everything. I think Adam was in a no-win situation when he had to make that decision. Adam was damned if, with whatever decision that he made. If he said save the baby, Sally's man, why did you save the baby and not me? If he'd say, you know, and people would have said, Adam didn't save Sally. You know why Adam didn't save Sally? Because he couldn't have Sally. You know, and everything. Um, if, with this, I, I'm pissed. I'm not say pissed. I'm disturbed because I feel like Young and Restless missed a beat. They missed a beat of having Elena come in and tell Sally, you know, this child was, this, 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 this infant fetus was at, what, 20 weeks? Because we kept making sure we knew it was 20 weeks. It was 20 weeks and viability. Why, is it, why didn't we get a small scene with, um, Elena coming in and telling uh, Sally, instead of giving her the present or giving her the present and saying, you know, Sally, I understand what, you, what you're going through with the decisions, but let me tell you, I think Adam made the right decision. This child, if this child would have survived the quality of life this child may not would have had, you know, would not have been at least something for us audience to say, okay, Sally, you kind of know, even though you're not listening. So I don't get Adam now. Adam is just a game up on everybody. He's going to sit there and I'm, you know, he's treating, he's treating, Connor probably needs to his daddy and Dave. You know, Adam looks like he needs a shower, as Jay used to say. Um, He's running around. Everybody's trying to placate Sally at this moment. Now, when, let me just say this. When I say placate Sally, remember last week, week before last, I said, Candace, I'm giving Sally I'm giving her maybe a week or two because she is hormonal. She, you know, she is playing the name game. She is, you know, got all of these emotions, all of this estrogen, all of these hormones for this. So I'm going to give her a time limit. I need after next week for Sally to get some sense and for this to stop because I don't need, I can't, because remember I said, Candace, you were saying you didn't want crying Sally. And remember I was like, well, we got to give her a chance. Well, now I don't want crying Sally. Um, for, for any of this where you know at this point why why isn't chloe being more of a well chloe's been there 
But I'm, I'm just don't know what to say about Adam. I'm like, why are you doing this with Adam? I feel like it's like the old rope adult. It says, un, what's this song? Will the circle be unbroken? I feel like that's how this character of Adam is. It's this whole loop. And we get the same loop, loop, loop. If you're going to make him bad and, um, and everything, you know. Now, the one thing I did like was, was it this week? Was when he asked Sharon, how could you stand me? How could you? Was that this week or last week? When he said, you know, for that. For that. But I'm sitting here going, you go, Nick. And you guys know how much Nick gets on my nerves. But I feel like Nick is, Nick is the morally right one in this. Okay, um, I assume, and Carrie, you have anything on this before I get to the next topic that I'm assuming that, you know, she's going to No, I was just going to say in the end that what we say, you know, he made a choice, but really in reality there was no choice to be made. It wasn't, and this wasn't no Sharon versus Sally. To me, this is more Faith versus Sally. It was, it was. It's not even no versus. It's your daughter. It's not even a competition. That's why this is especially so stupid. Like, oh, okay. Um. Okay, so I, I don't have a recap for this, but I'm assuming we're going with Cal and Audra. Cal is so pissed off. He's upset. He don't want to work this out with Summer. He pretty much brushes her off, say, I don't want anything to do with you, go out in the drink, and then he go ahead and meet up again with Audra. They have a little connection, and he realized that she did probably some investigation on him. He said, yeah, she, he said, yeah, I know a little bit about you, but she doesn't know his old school true bad self, and he was pretty much like, yeah, I was with a married wife or something like that. That's terrible. That's how he conceived Harrison. But he was like, hey, this is public news, though. So they connected, drunk, and then kissed. And, you know, he came up to her room, and they caved into the sex. And Jack and Diane seen Cal go upstairs, but they didn't see Audrey at all. So later on in the week, um, he co- – no, not yeah, – it's literally the same day. He comes back. Summer's waiting for him, and – he still doesn't want to talk, and he leaves her to her own defenses, and it looks like he wants her to leave out the main house at this point, which Jack doesn't agree with. Jack and Diane are trying to make peace. Also, Diane tried to do something to pay peacemaker, but it only seemed like she made matters worse, but she did have good intentions, you know? So Get good intentions turned wrong. Good. Yeah, she actually did. We actually seen a good plan, but again, I guess with I guess this was what she turned back to her dark side for having a little plan Oh. Okay, but yeah, so so she was done. I like again that Jack for one second he said, I can't believe you did it. And then the next thing he like, okay, that's no big deal. We're gonna still move past it. So Jack is cool with it. So I know you know Phyllis is rolling over her and live gravy right now during this scene. And we also got a oh yeah, and I think this goes back to what Carrie said. Summers looked like she's starting to resent her mother because when she was looking at the picture sign, she said, oh, this is all her, her fault anyway. No, she was talking to Nick. She was like, this is all her fault and stuff and pretty much told Nick about everything. So she's finally getting upset because it is impacting her marriage. So Daphne, Carrie, which one do you want to go first on this one? I'm going to ask go first. Oh, no, Carrie, you can go because I know what you're going to say and I want to piggyback off that. Well, <clears throat> I was on hiatus, I guess, for a, a, a brief moment or whatever. And in the di- so when when Kyle so Kyle leaves because he wants to, he tells he doesn't say. Unlike Liam, he doesn't actually say that well, he wants separation. And and I, and just from just to say, I don't actually don't care about the legalities of it. My main thing is if two people don't get a legal divorce for money, whatever the reason, as long as two people know their fages and they'll go screw. I'm okay with that, but both people have to be on the same page. Okay, fine. He tells Summer he needs, he, she's got to move out. They got to have a separation. This nutcase goes and 
pleased with Audra. I then said, and I'll shout it to the rooftop, said it in real time. I am 6,000% on Team Kyle as a husband and why he felt the way he did. <clears throat> now, in so when he came home and Jack Jack and he had a conversation, and he, he says uh, Jack had to remind him apparently that, now again, the two things are not, I don't put them both as 10. If we're going on a 1 to 10 scale, they're not both a 10. But I had to be reminded or told for the first time that Kyle lied to Summer and did things behind her back as it related to Adam and Victor and some bracelets and all this other shit. And she was pissed with him, rightfully so. Someone's going to have to tell me who she went and cheated on him with. Okay, she forgave him because obviously they carried on and raised this kid. I don't have an issue with Kyle separating from Summer. My issue becomes his punishment does not fit her crime because while she made him feel less than as a husband, I cannot unsee what I saw. She was wrong, but I can't just say she did it because she got up one day. Her mother manipulated her. And just like, and I will bring into legal terms, and we have someone here that can say this. If, if I commit a crime right now, I am still guilty, but there are mitigating factors when it comes to the sentencing of said crime. And what, what Kyle did to me is the death penalty to his marriage because his wife did lie. She was wrong. She was a trash bag. But it was because of her mother's behalf. Kyle Abbott is fucking trash. Oh, okay. Um, well, actually, I'm going to go on this before Daphne. Um, I would say this. Kyle Abbott is trash, but I, I didn't like when he just left her, like, after he didn't have sex with the person. The reason is because in that moment, I kind of wish the dialogue for Summer had been, wow, what he did to me is exactly what I did to him all the month. When she lived, because I literally remember the scene, he knocked in that room door when she was over there grieving, and she never opened the door. To me, the way he, she is feeling now, because I'm going up the lodge if she doesn't know he's cheating, the way she's feeling now, she should deserve it because, uh, like, do I agree with the cheating? No. I was like, man, you kind of cheated a little too quickly. But it's just you actually made him the enemy. And I think that's what he said in Dialogue with Jackson. He said, no, with you, with you, with Diane, and everyone did it different. Diane and none of these people made you feel like you were the enemy for letting them, for healing them, for helping them out. You were going to let my mother fry in jail. You were never going to admit the truth. It's a day and you said it. You still would be lying today. And I think that's literally what he's saying. He said, he said, but she feel guilty. He said, no, she doesn't feel guilty. She got straight up caught because, unfortunately, some behavior, she really would have took her to the grave and she got pissed off with Daniel for saying this. So, see, that's what I'm, I am a little bit conflicted. I, I am, I won't say conflicted. I don't like the cheating, but I'm like 100% still on Kyle's side every time I hear his dialogue. Like, I can't even believe your crack of no tears because you're only saying that because you got caught. And my issue with her, again, with Summer, it's not keeping a secret because I think a lot of people would have done the same exact thing with their mother. My issue was the doubling down after you know the truth. You still slamming Diane. Oh, this is all your fault. I'm like, wait a minute, Summer, don't you know the truth and you're still lying like this? So to me, that even made Cal, you put even Cal more in a position to say, man, maybe we need to move out because, man, you really hating my mother right now. So I think by that logic, I don't even think, and I think that's what Cal was feeling, what I'm feeling. He, he's upset about the line with that part, but he is more pissed off with how she made him the enemy. So that's where he's like, the trust is lost in our relationship. Because regardless of the secret Cal kept, 
with the Adam thing, he never made her the enemy. That's the, that's a completely different, I can't, like, again, oranges to oranges, I literally don't see the secret that he's 1% of the same. And then again, going by that, she was going to end her marriage over that little secret because he was trying to take Adam out of her, her job. She was going to lose it, end the marriage because that. So if that's the case, well, I guess I'm fair to end the marriage over something that's like 20 times more bigger. So again, I don't agree with the, I don't agree with the whole how quick the cheating happened, but I do like kind of where we at. And I love that he did not even feel guilty because I thought the story I was going to be, he cheats with Audra, he lies about it. He says, I regret this. He was going to go to summer and say, I want to work out this marriage all the while he has the secret over his head. So I am happy that we are not going in that predictable direction. Daphne, on to you. Okay, so I kind of am liking, okay, so first of all, yeah, Kyle is trash for sleeping with Audra. But first of all, let me just talk about Audra. Candace is a father being fixed. She's got, she's going to go to Home Depot, Lowe's. She's going to went to Marshall's to decorate. She's got that room sitting pretty. I, for some reason, I'm liking the fact that we're getting this character of Audra who is over there flirting with Nate and trying to get the rope of dope with Nate. She done got the rope of dope with Kyle. She's doing the rope of dope and looking at Adam, but Adam is like, oh, next, you ain't Sally. You know, she's over there giving um Victor what Victor thinks he, what she thinks Victor wants to hear. You know, she's got Tucker on the rope of dope too. So let me just say this. I am kind of really, really liking the character of Audra. She's, and sometimes you just need a bad gold digger. You just need somebody who's just, you know, maybe not having any redeeming qualities at this point that we know of. So Kyle. I kind of was, after I said Kyle was trash, I went back and I rewatched it. And I was like, man, he don't care that Summer knows. I actually feel bad for Kyle. And I still feel bad. And I know people were saying that, you know what, Kyle lied, you know, to Summer about the Victor stuff. I'm going to say this is one of those situations where it's apples and oranges. At this point, I thought all those things that we had as Kia just explained with Kyle trying to reach through to Summer, to reach through in her grief, and she basically shut the door. And then what made it so worse was she slammed the door even harder shut after she found out the truth. And I agree with Kyle because she kept saying, well, I would have told, I would have told, I would have told once we figured out a way to save Phyllis. But my question is, what if you never figured out a way to save Phyllis? How much time was Diane going to have to stay in jail for you in order to get Phyllis scot-free? Your issue is you wanted Phyllis to come back to town and everybody go, la, 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 oh, Phyllis, you know, you so fine. You know, you didn't do anything. We understand you don't have to pay a consequence. So I see, you know, to me now, right now, Summer is feeling, as Tia said, the same exact emotions and things that Kyle was feeling, you know, before. You know, when he, when she basically just shut him out and had him, she and Kyle feeling bad for taking and believing and understanding his mother. And I was like, you know what, that's kind of bad when you making somebody feel bad for taking, for, for being sympathetic toward their mother, just like she was doing. So 
you know what? At first, I didn't want Carl to be the one to sleep with somebody. I wanted it to be Summer sleeping with, with um, Chance. I still don't care if she sleeps with Chance. To me, this marriage needs to be kind of over, and it need, and this, is, this needs to be a consequence of Phyllis. But, of course, we know Phyllis is not going to take this as a consequence. Phyllis is going to still say this is Diane's fault because, because if Diane had done what if Diane had, had a one, left town, you know, she wouldn't have had to do what she had to do. So I, I, now I want to see Summer lay into Phyllis for this. But do I feel bad for Kyle? Yes and no. Do I think Kyle is trashy? Yes and no. Do I like how the storyline is kind of going? Yes and no. So I want to see. I want to see what's going to happen this week. Yeah, Curtis is going to be an interesting week. So, any more comments mm-hmm. on the show of uh, Bold? Any? I thought I what one anything that I missed. I'm gonna go to days after the mm-hmm. show this week. Okay, I'm gonna go to the. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to Salem to get it over with. This recap is not gonna be all that long, to be honest. Okay, mm-hmm. over here in Salem, Rafe and Jada finally came into these feelings after Eli pretty much pointed that they see the attraction. They finally decide to date while they decide to remain work professionally at work hours. Daphne, did you watch this? No, I can't fast forward. I didn't get to watch because of circumstances beyond my control this week. I didn't get a chance to finish the day. I haven't seen most of the day. Is there any topic you want to talk about? If there's any topic you want to talk about, you could go for it. So I guess I will sort of do this one solo with this one. So this will be the quickest day's recap in history. Okay. Well, I Uh, I like the fact that, that Eli and Lonnie is back. Even though Eli, even though Lonnie is there for a few days, she ain't come back yet. Oh, Lonnie's not back yet. Okay. No, but everyone who's looking at the promo should know that she will be back soon. I think this upcoming week she she's going to be back. No, she's not back yet. But yeah, when it comes to Eli, because I do see the promo and that's about it. Yeah, when I say you, when it when it does come to Eli, um. Tim and Theo are investigating who kidnapped the poor Abe or took poor Abe, and then they realize that they found his blood in the water and that he's possibly dead because the blood matches his. So the rounds go around the way, and they're trying to figure out how did, who would kill poor Abe, how did this happen. Nicole finds out. We got Kate who finds out. So it looks like slowly by slowly everyone is finding out about this death and this um breaking the the, the uh, town apart, and poor Paulina was screaming that she was all hurt, that she wasn't as well. And i got to give it to Theo. He thinks that something is sketchy with Whitley. Eli um, rules her out because her history is not sketchy enough to be one. What a, what a bad detective. You know what? I think I've seen Jay so long that I'm like, what a bad <laughs> This is this is just so terrible. How, like, how are you just going to rule her out in a second like that? And I like that Theo was pretty much saying, um, do you think we need to rule this person out already? Like, this seems pretty good. And then Abe also has a flashback of his wedding day, and he realizes that he's with a fake Theo as he memorizes the real Theo, and he tells him, who the heck are you? Because I had a memory of who Theo was, and you are not him. Too bad you didn't have a memory of him when he was younger because that was 100% him. But he was saying he, he, he wasn't him and stuff. And then he's like, please, Pop, stop him, him. And he's like, why you keep calling me that? But luckily, Whitney came up here and said, the flashback that you had was not a deal. It was a Brandon. I said, okay. 
that's what we're going to do. Can we, can we get a Brandon on the show? And also, I got to credit Nicole did talk to Brandon off screen or through a one-way phone conversation. So um, when it comes to this storyline, do I necessarily care about it? No, I don't have much feelings on it. I don't care much about it. But I guess it's, I would say it's getting a little better in time, I guess. It's a little better. And then we also got Johnny, who's still comforting Chanel with this and uh, what's her name? Wendy, who still believes she's the apple of the triangle's eye, and she's still kissing both of these guys, and the whole thing is just gross to me at this point. Are we all through? Are we all like the story, the storyline with Abe, and are we a hundred percent through with this young triangle at this point? The tri the triangle should have been over. Yeah, she because. It was just gross because she was literally kissing Trip in front of Johnny. I said, okay, so she's not with any part. How is this okay? I cannot imagine the optics of a, if a guy was doing this. I, I, I literally cannot oh, we, imagine. Oh, we knew the optic. His name is Liam. Yeah, we will all be dragging this show. Like, this is the the, the work. We'd be like, I can't believe what this show has done. Like, she's literally just swapping with both of them. I'm like, this is, this, this is kind of disgusting, especially since he literally just came and said, hey, I was with with Chanel because she's grieving, and then he come here to take her on a date. She has another date with Trip. I'm just like, this character of Wendy not working. I understand we need people who need attention and all that, but it's just not working for me at all. Um, yeah, that's it I with mean, that. They, um, we, 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 had, we had the angst when you had Chanel with um, Allie. So why is jo- so Johnny and Chanel? Johnny and Chanel should have been together by now. Yeah, they're not together right now because for some reason he still likes Wendy. Yeah, at this point, I don't understand how she's the queen of the ones. I'm, I'm just a little bit confused with that. But, okay. <laughs> uh, next storyline we got, um, Nicole is upset that EJ is missing doctor's mm-hmm. appointments. And, you know, he doesn't seem interested in his baby to the point she got upset and said she would lose it if the baby father does not walk through that door. Enters predictably. <laughs> Eric who's the one who helps her through the day, and she starts dealing with pain in her stomach, and he takes her to the hospital. Nicole is so surprised that he's really here, although the kid isn't his, and he said mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. He vows to be there and stick with her during this time. Salone confesses to Colin, shockingly, that she tampered with the DNA results. Colin said, well, at least they both know that Salone ain't the father. I said, okay. Then we also have uh, Megan, who's trying to brain, get lead to brainwash Harris, and in return, he would help her, and they go to take out Seth, and I guess that he could get Gabby back. So Lee is back to the pathetic tree. That's, that's nice, Lee. EJ and Kristen are trapped under the Demira tunnels, where everyone should know where to search uh, by now. And shockingly, the person to find them is Leo Stark. We'll see what he does with that. Gwen accepts a marriage proposal to Dimitri, and Leo thinks that this lady is straight up smoking. He's like, why the heck? Uh, like, like, what the heck? He said, it's okay to sleep with people and rebound, but you don't rebound and people and sit there and go ahead and, like, get married. Like, have you lost your mind? And, and then she said, I want somebody who's going to be with me and, you know, going to be with me and want to be with me forever. So he said, well, I'm going to do all that, but I don't want to, you, you shouldn't marry me. Like, I, I like to talk to you or something, but I don't think I'm the person you to be married. And I was like, Leo does kind of have some points. So I would say, I think this storyline has turned around and made Leo somewhat likable again because he sees straight to Dimitri's stuff and he's like I gotta go ahead and investigate and see what they trying to do with Gwen but if Gwen is much of an idiot like you're gonna marry this person like in what two weeks you really believe it's the first love type thing are you serious 
And then we've got Zan and Chloe who completely get into today's feelings and they have sex for the first time because Chloe just be having the time of her life. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So that's what she does. So I would say... Um, that's now you quiz. just said something that made me laugh about, oh, we know Sloan's not the father. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's what Colin said. Actually, that's one of his best oh, dialogues. That's hilarious. Said. I'm going to say Zinjan and Chloe, that's a huge no for me. I, I think like a thousand percent no. And it's unfortunate because I was actually a fan in the beginning, but it's so rushed to me. Where I'm like, are we not supposed, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. It's so rushed and I just don't understand any of it right now. So it's just like, yo, can y'all just. Get off my screen at this moment, so I don't care much about them. Leo and Gwen, I actually love their friendship. I think it's one of the well-written friendships, and, you know, they, it's nice that they're playing off their young and restless chemistry, so I like their relationship there. Um, when it comes to, oh, Gwen and Dimitri, I'm sorry, I don't like it. I, I just don't care that we're trying to make everything for Gwen work, so I'm not really behind it. And when it comes to Nicole, EJ, and Eric, um, can we just all admit that Eric is the father? Like, I guess he's not going to miss the doctor's appointments or anything. So we kind of knew where that was coming from. And brainwash Harris just looks like Jason Morgan to me. So I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about him at this point. I just Jason Morgan. <laughs> he is like even when he came in the end with the gun. The episode literally ended with him having the gun to Megan. I said, Oh my goodness, this looks like the brainwash went wrong because it seemed like he still want to kill Megan. So I'm like, okay, this looks like this brainwash didn't work, Megan. I guess you did the, you brainwashed the wrong person, I guess, because he's not falling for it no more. So I don't have much to – this will be a good 10-minute day's discussion because I don't really have much to add because I don't think anyone else has watched this week. So does anyone else have any other comments on days? Because we're going to switch over the bowl really quickly. I'll just say, I mean, like you said, shock to no one, Eric's that baby daddy. Um, so <sighs> – are you upset with the read that they have him tied? Do you feel that them having him tied, that's an excuse? Because I think clearly, so once he comes back, although she's in love with Eric, now it's going to be to a different level when EJ comes back and she realizes he was hostage this whole time. So I now don't know, just, because... I hope they don't push her to just straight up out go cheat now. I, I, just, I want to say the way they are writing EJ and Nicole was just awful. I mean, I think this is, like, probably one of the worst ones because they've had some stuff on one of the worst ways they've been written. It's like, man, if you're right, if you don't, if you just want to eat, if you want to ever get in the cold, we couldn't have done it a better way because all the, I would say. They, they couldn't have, I he, like could, he, could, couldn't he have just gotten over the, uh, look, initially she, he should have been pissed with the whole abortion thing with Jada, but you mean they couldn't have got past that? But see, this is my problem. So he couldn't forgive her of that, which, okay, that's fine. But once they, everybody finds out this baby is his, that all goes away? Yeah, I, see, I, I have a real problem with Eric Holt. I would say for just I would say just in the scenes this past week, I actually really did enjoy the scenes. I said, okay, I think I like them better than EJ and Nicole, but it's just the way they are written now because I do believe ultimately the person who truly accepts her for who she is is EJ. So it's like mm-hmm. I like I I gotta agree. Like although I could say okay, I like the way Eric and Nicole is written different. I literally don't see why Nicole wants to go through this again. You know you're going to have this same fight. He's not going to accept you. You're going to step on someone's shoe the wrong way, and he's going to judge you and hold that as a, a, a penalty to the to death row. So it's like, do you want to deal with this again? It's like, I, I don't quite understand. I, I'm I'm just, I'm confused with the right. Unless they were saying him being with Salon would change the way he views stuff now. Is that is that where we're going? 
that's the only see, and that's the and that's the only thing. Uh, I'll do. I'll buy in once more to Eric and Nicole, if and only if him being with Sloan, because it is stupid though. Because if you think about it. You can't be with a person like Sloan, but then hold Nicole to a higher standard. That that just, mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense. So I will. I don't look. Everybody knows it's not my favorite couple. That being said, I will. I will get behind it if and only if being with Sloan has a, a, a taught Eric that he needs to accept. No, of course, if she goes around killing people, that doesn't mean she gets a clean slate. But look, she's not a perfect person. So yeah. I'm going. Um, they're doing the same thing with EJ and Nicole that they did with EJ and Bill. Okay, again, even if you want to put them together in the end, when the truth comes out about the baby, why, why don't, you, why do you have to write crap in the meantime? Yeah, and this one is a little worse because I don't even feel Nicole was just being. At least what I would say with Bill and Love Time, I actually thought it was going to be something good. Like they actually, to me, wrote it, wrote it really good. And then out of nowhere, CME came, and they literally, to me, erased everything they wrote. Now, when it comes to this storyline here, they're writing it pretty bad. Like, they're like, it's so one-sided. Like, we'll be like, okay, we all know how it's going to end. That's the difference. Which is odd because they were just dating it. And that's odd because even when they were dating, when EJ was a trash bag and she did with Sammy, Nicole seemed invested then. Yeah, so now she just don't seem even 1% invested. So I'm like, okay, so I guess just take him out of his misery at this point and... I guess you could leave too. Uh, yeah, she ain't into you no more. I'm sorry, bro. Mm. Yeah, because you know they can afford to lose these couples because that show is just dripping with them, right? I can't. Well, well hey, you're right. If, if we're gonna stick with Evercoast, as we all know what that's gonna be, write them. To, if you're gonna tell us why they need to be together, start showing us it on paper, and not because of memories of what was, and they should be first right. love. Explain to me yes, why yeah. they should be together. That's that's what I've been saying about all these quote-unquote super couples, can you just show me and tell me why they belong together instead of keep saying it? At least my couple that used to be on the show, I understood. We saw it in real time. Oh, the couple that's needed back, right? Yeah. Right with Elani, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's going to be your short segment of days. I think I think I covered everything on days, so I apologize to the listeners if I didn't express anything enough. Um, I would just no, say I'm not. She didn't, to... she didn't get any backups. Gladys Knight didn't get her pips this week because I'm not going <laughs> yeah. so, And it's not like I'm uh, the biggest day fan at, at, at this moment. I could have probably freeformed the wine on. I would have probably formed the wine on better, but I would say, um, Colin, this was his best week just for the dialogue he said about um, that she's not the father. He's, Lone, it was, I, I, have, I think it was confirmed. I think it was confirmed that he's leaving. Uh, yeah, and I'm okay. And also, I should be quite honest. I like Harrison Harris this week. Although I felt he's still an irrelevant character, I liked him. And Doctor Roth was back. I'm like, okay, all you doing is brainwashing people. So kind of through with that. But uh, re- uh, recast yeah. Ralph that we wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He yeah, he looks exactly like the other actor. My God. See, <laughs> I gotta look at how the other Ralph looks. I don't even. It just looks like he's him. So I don't, is this the same? What's Ralph? I'm just confused. I got to look at both the right. I can't. Um, well, Candace, we are about to go to Bold and Beautiful. Do you have anything on days that you would like to discuss before? We yes, I would. Yes, I would. Um, shout out to James Reynolds because, A, this is a front burner storyline. I actually enjoy it. Um, it. It's something that is kind of different from your typical amnesia storyline. Um, seeing old CEO, yeah, look, heart and soul, don't sleep on heart and soul now. That's for, hey, P, 
That's your other new show, Heart and Soul. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, seeing Theo, little Theo, I mean, this was the second young Theo. Seeing him growing up, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm feeling a certain type of way. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Eli, always nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, okay, Carrie, cool it off now. Take a shower. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm still stuck on what he said when when uh, Julie and them was in the town square. I'm still stuck with that line because that was <laughs> woo. That was some. You that, saw him how stupid he was for jumping in front of a bullet. That, that when, when Gabby, no, when Gabby is falling and everything, and Julie is talking and everything like that, and then when Eli said a black woman and that, and I mean it's just the way it. It's the shade of it all. But I'm glad to see Eli. Um, EJ Nicole, EJ Nicole, and Eric. I'm really. I'm just saying this right now. It's nothing personal. I need for days to swing. Uh, uh, oops, y'all thought y'all thought who was the right father. Guess what? We're sticking to it. I need EJ to be the father. All jokes aside, because to me it's. Even though the writing's on the wall. Okay, although you want EJ to be the father, at this point, they have written EJ and Nicole so badly. It's like, would that even matter? Like, because they've written them so badly. Do you even, like, are you even like, hey, just make Eric be the baby and repair that relationship? They're not even writing it like a, a 20, 80%. No, because like here's the thing. I don't need for, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I don't need Eric and, I mean, EJ and Nicole to be a thing. That's I think that's the that's what I, I, I actually had this conversation with somebody. They said, Candace, you've been rah rah for this baby to be EJ's. Why are you so rah? Because this is the thing. With Eric and Nicole, who I also like, I feel as though you got them married, right? Then they got a divorce. They moved moved away they kind of moved away from each other a little bit, right? And then you have him be in this relationship with Sloane. Nicole has made her decision to be over there with EJ, right? Okay. I'm so done. When I say done, I'm done with the end game. The end game. See, I was thinking of you the whole time because to me it's like, okay, you give them the rainbow, you give them the moon, you give them the stars. What else are you going to give them? Right? To me, I'm like, all right, as predictable as the show is, yeah, we all know it's going to be Eric's baby, but just for once, just for once, I want to be like, oh, my God. <gasps> no. So it really was EJ's baby. That's all I'm asking. I just, I and the writing for EJ and Nicole, look, like I said, I don't, I, I just want, I just want something to be like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, like, y'all really just, like, y'all thought, like, they thought we knew, but, ha-ha, we got this. I don't know. I just, I don't know. And, yeah, I'm still salty that you couldn't give Eric's baby to, don't get me started, please don't. I can't. Eric could have had a baby. What's 
And that's the thing. Yes. Though. You say you, you say end games and rainbows and lollipops. That's just the thing, though. In terms of Eric and Nicole, they haven't given them rainbows and lollipops. They got, they, they, they got yeah, married. They got married. They got married. That's all they did. But the, but they wanted but see, to but, see. But here's this, but that's what I'm saying. The rainbow. Like okay, to me, this is where days again. They're they're doing this. You have okay. EJ and Nicole have a strong fan base as well, right? They do, and they have history. They have two mis- it's two of them, right, that she had lost, two of them, right? Two kids, right? And then you got Eric and Nicole. Now, here's what, you, here's what they have done, and this is, this is just my opinion. Nicole has a miracle baby. So who's going to be, you know, which it, – it's, it's at times where I'm like, y'all just want a fandom to say something, but instead of, like, the logics of a soap. Like to me, but that's what I'm saying. It's like for me, you gave Nicole and Eric a wedding. They were married, and I know that I should be saying that Eric and Nicole should have the baby. But where's where's Holly? Where's Holly at? Speaking of babies, where's Holly at? With Parker? With Parker? Okay. Okay. No, no, she took your kid on screen. Oh. But I mean, is Holly is Holly is Holly well? Is she still a kid or is she a teenager? I, I don't know. Oh, she is a tweener, a tweet, a tweeny. But no, it's just I don't know. I don't know what I I I don't know. I just want a shock. I just want a surprise. Like, hey, and no, Sloan is not Nicole's sister. I saw that on Twitter too. No. But then again, I went put it past days to do it. That would be actually interesting, though. Thanks for your opinion on this. Um, so I guess uh, we can head over to Bold and the Beautiful. And My best soap this week. That's soap well, this think, week. I think right now, shockingly, I think on the poll, I think it's close by. I think Y&R is also shockingly still oh. close by in the ratings. I can't believe it. Shout out to William J. Bell. Oh, oh wait a minute. Actually, hold on, guys. It's a it's three-way tie. Y&R, GH, and Bold for best soap. Wow. That's oh, I would like to I would like to talk to the GH people who voted. I, I need to know why. Well, you need to call the days people because they, they, they weren't alive to vote in this. So see, right? And must have been those Finn fans. Um, so on Bold this week, uh, when Ridge came home, he went to tell Taylor that he's back with Brooke, and Brooke and uh, Taylor had a conversation, and they rehashed the fact that who broke the pack first and all this other nonsense. And uh, meanwhile, back in the shed on Brooke's property, uh, Hope came home, and she, they, uh, Liam and her started having a conversation, and of course she wasn't... Um, she didn't come home and tell him, oh, I kissed Thomas. So he, when Liam saw that she wasn't going to volunteer this information, he literally had to drag it out of her after she saw the Italian tags on his luggage. And um, by the end of the episode, she finally, she, he said, repeat after me. And she said she kissed Thomas and had a full-blown breakdown. And that was the week in L.A. Um, yeah, you forgot something. You forgot something. Mhm. Mhm. I forget. Mhm. Liam goes over and kisses Steffi. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So let me. So he wants. So Liam, unlike Kyle, Liam said he wants a divorce. We can debate whether that was quick or not. And then he, of course, 
goes over to Steffi's house when Finn's car wasn't in the driveway, and for some reason, he just thought it was okay to plant a second kiss on the lady, the married lady in the house with her kids sleeping in the room. Liam, Liam, Liam. Um, the only thing I'm not even—I don't, I don't even have much to say about the idiotic conversation between Taylor and Brooke, other than to say, I—the I, I, only thing that got me my blood pressure raised at one point when when Brooke had the audacity to say Taylor didn't have a reason to be in Italy. Um, oh, how about her son? I mean, this nonsense, the pack, this that, because we all know Brooke broke it first. But it's like I don't care who broke it first; it's just over with. But I'm like to say that Taylor doesn't ha- didn't have a reason to be there—that's so insulting. Um, do either of you have a, uh, a comment on the ridiculous lady, the grannies, and the nonsensical pact? Um, get a life, both of them. You know, I, I like. Oh, I didn't know you. Sorry, I, I just, gentlemen. Hi. I didn't. We didn't even know you were there. Oh, I snuck up on you guys. Hello. Um, yeah. I, I am so, I am over the triangle, but I'm also over these two women looking so pathetic. Like, you know, I understand that. Rich, Rich, Rich came back and immediately told Taylor that he chose Brooke. Why would she then go over to Brooke and have this conversation? Oh, that would be the least, the, the last person I want to talk to. They keep putting these women together, and although Taylor was making some sense, I still looked at her like, "Girl, go get you another man and get a life." Why are you all over here in Brooke's face? Like, 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 girl, where's your self-respect? I mean, this man, the father of your children, told you. He don't want your ass. And he's talking about some well, Brooke always hurts him. That's a lie. I wish they would stop saying that. It's the other way around. Like, 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 come on, writer. Stop this BS about Brooke always hurting Ridge when he has hurt her more times than, than we can than we probably even rem- remember in the past 35 years they've been together, off and on. So sit down, Taylor and Brooke. You were wrong. You kissed him first. You know, why even engage in this conversation? I'm just so over these two. Move on. Like, you know, at the moment that Rich told me, I was like, okay, well, let me go down to the bar and go find me a nice young man to take home with me. But I'm not going to be sitting here going to confront his ex-wife about what, uh, and to tell her about about this stupid-ass pact. Girl, go get some business. And poor girl, the tears, I mean, grow up. Like, why are you crying, baby? Why are you crying? Like, oh, next. And let me back up a minute. Before she even gets to Brooke's house, when she was, like, saying to Ridge, oh, she's going to hurt you, she always does, she's done this, and she goes through Brooke's past sins, which we all know, true, whatever. I'm like, again, this is the writing for Taylor is so ridiculous, because if I'm Taylor, I'm saying to Brooke, okay, I'm not Brooke, what the hell is his name? Dressmaker. Okay, you're choosing Brooke. That's fine. When she disappoints you, don't come near my door. Deal with it. That's what a strong woman would say. This writing is so stupid because well, I don't, I don't understand why the writers could. I feel like they've been doing this for the last few years. Oh, I know she's gonna hurt you again. You literally know that your son is the reason they broke up last time. When is the last time Brooke hurt this this poor young man? When when, when did that happen? I'm just struggling. Ridge has hurt Brooke more than he could, she could dream of hurting him. So the dialogue is not even matching up to what the heck happened. I, I, the, the writers who act like these men are the, the, the gods that should get worshipped and fought over is ridiculous. And I'm not even blaming Ridge on 
that it's just Taylor. She sounds pathetic. This man Rich hasn't fought for you in decades. Move on. Like I know she's gonna hurt you, and I want better for you. You want better for the God who left you at the altar and said, "I don't even want to be." That's who. That's who you want better for him. Really, girl, you need to move on. It's just like what Jay said. She was making some sense on her dialogue, but overall, she sounds just like an idiot who needs to move on. You were just incorrect. You keep saying Brooke is gonna hurt him. No, it's the opposite of way around. If anyone is going to hurt anyone, based on the history, it's going to be Riz to hurt Brooke. That's what always happens. And, he, and it might happen with him going to your open arm because you ain't never going to let go regardless of what you say. Yeah. And then again, can we just say, what a waste of time that Brayla friendship was. I feel everything was a waste of time. They put each other first. That was just a waste of time. And also in saying that, I'm going to slam Brooke real quick, so... And all these scenes with Taylor and Brooke, it was just disgusting when she was like, she knows she break the package. She said, I never broke anything you did, but okay, you, you keep sticking with that, Brooke. I, she just disgusted me during those scenes, too. So both couples suck, and I think Brad Bell has to realize that no one cares about Liam and Ridge. Most people don't care about them as the forefront love interest. Like, who cares? I don't care. I don't care for, I don't care for Lope. Theme, bridge, Tridge, and any any other four right now at this point. One person I do care about, I can't find them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess the other things, to, well, I guess we got to jump right in. Well, I guess the only other thing was the cop. So, uh, she gets home from the trip, and, and uh, she didn't... Uh, say anything so he starts to try to set the scene and try to get her out, it out of her and then when he realized she wasn't going to play he got real stern and he got up in her face and he you know he's like yeah and I was there and I saw you and he's like come on say it with me repeat after me I mean the whole the scene Scott and Anika did, did wonderful scenes and um he finally got out of her she had a breakdown and said I kissed Thomas and then he said you know the one person that, that you knew that would hurt me the most is Thomas with all he did to us, which is all fact. And he said he wanted a divorce, and then he promptly goes over to Steffi's house after fin- Finnegan goes to work. And well, No, first he went to Wyatt's, and then he said he made some oh, – I forgot about that. He went to Wyatt's first, said he made some mistakes, and, of course, then goes running right over to the Cliff House to cry on Steffi's shoulder, well, or I should say cry on her lips, and that's how it ended. So, and, of course, you know – We've got Steffi was clearly taken off guard, and I can't wait for tomorrow to see the actual reaction. We'll have to wait till next week to see how that goes out. But uh, I'll preface this by saying Liam is trash. He, he's done women wrong, but in this case, I don't care because Hope tried this nonsense about I forgave you in the past. Well, that's what you chose to do, and of course, the difference being is you got with a man who you knew and accepted had feelings for another woman, actually had a woman pregnant. So in this case, I can call Liam Trash 360 days out of the year, but in this one instance, because it's Thomas, I'm on Team Liam's side. You don't have to put up with it just because if if she's dumb enough to forgive him, well, then, again, you did it. He wants a divorce, and that's that. Now, where he's going to get slammed is, I gave you a pass for the first kiss in Rome. Liam, sweetie, sweetie, you can't go to Stephanie's house and kiss her. She's a married woman. That's that. The, you are showing some disrespect for her, mainly her kids. And yes, and even Finn, who is the dude that encouraged you to go to Rome in the first place for your wife. So no, Liam, you got to stop it. Uh, Jay, you want to go for? Want to go next? 
Oh boy, here we go. Oh yes, 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 yes. I will definitely, I will definitely go, and I have a lot to say. And everyone's going to get dragged. So if I say, let me take a no, I ain't got nothing to drink right now. I'll imaginary sip of coffee. Just, just imagine it. Um, Ooh, a coffee. I want to say that you know, first of all, I had seen this week uh, between Anika and Scott Clifton. I had seen things from them that I've never seen before their entire their tenure on this show. Those scenes were so intense, mainly from Liam's side with him yelling at her. I understand that some people found that hard to watch, but to me, he was valid in his feelings and his rage. So I so I had no problems with that. And the you know, Annika did so much did so well with the shame she felt she couldn't admit it at first and then she was so anxious about she trying to explain the unexplainable which I love that they put, they put that in dialogue that that um Leon, that, that she could not explain why she had these feelings that she's been trying to fight it she has no idea why she feels this way so I really thought those scenes were fine and even with Liam kissing Steffi last week I was like, uh, I still don't like him, but I was still by his side until, until the moment he looked that woman in the face and said he wanted a divorce. That is when I was like, okay, F you, Liam. Like, you know, I understand it was, it was Hope's, you know, decision to stay by him when he cheated on her the last time. Um, and then beforehand, and then beforehand, and beforehand, and she's the biggest idiot in the world. Fine, but the fact that he wouldn't even he didn't even give it a day, two days a week before he automatically went to the went to the um extreme of a divorce shows me he does not care about this woman. And then for him to go over and kiss Steffi and say he made mistakes proved to me. Well, I always thought about Liam. He's a pathetic, trifling, disgusting, narcissistic asshole. It's, it's just this we proved that he has got to be one of the worst written characters in Bo's history in the past 10, 10 years. You know, like you went to the extreme and you did what you always do. You bounced from one woman to another. Hope made a mistake. But I understand that that is Thomas and of all the things he did did to them i understand his rage he has a right to be upset but the way the way you just casually said oh i want to divorce to her like she hasn't stood by your side for the past 6 years through all your bs with Steffi and other things the fact that you 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 think so little of this woman that you would just drop her you no know, just kick push her away like that she's a mother of your child you know, she made a mistake. God forbid Hope Logan make a mistake. She's not a saint. You know, just because Liam put her on this pedestal does not mean that it's true. You chose to put her up so high, and as soon as she make a mistake with you, because like people mentioning, yeah, back in, a few years ago, she did seduce Liam when he was with Steffi. I understand that. But with Liam, you know, she has been devoted to this man, and the first time she wavers, you want a divorce. You can't do this. How could you do this to me? It's just so 
disgusting. And then you got Steffi over there who has not told her husband that, that Liam kissed her the first time, talking about, um, you know, hope is so forgiving, and I hope, you know, Liam is. He's not. He said the last time when he cheated on, on Hope with Steffi that he wants to forgive her. He, he, he wanted Hope to forgive him but something he could never forgive her for. Like I, I just found, I just found this scene. I just thought it was just, just so abrupt. And you know, if you want to divorce her in a few days after thinking about some more and more conversations, sure, you have your right. But I just thought it was just too, it was just too, you know, abrupt for me to, um, not be like really Liam that that quick, um. And he stood there dragging her for filth. She's trying to explain to him that she has no idea why she has feelings for Thomas. She can't explain it. You know, she can't, there's no words to it. What happened in Rome was was disrespectful as hell. Hope Logan was wrong as hell. And she deserves to get dragged by that. But unlike you, Liam, you piece of shit, Hope didn't plan that kiss with Thomas. That wasn't premeditated. You going to Wyatt, tell me you made some mistakes, then go over to Steffi's house to make sure that Finn's not in the driveway, then go in there and kiss that married woman while her children are in the other room. You have no legs to stand on. You have the audacity of this piece of crap to do that to Steffi. He 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 has the the gall of this man to be so self-righteous with hope about their marriage they go over there and disrespect Steffi's marriage. You know, and yes, Steffi should tell, should have told Finn, but I'm going to give Steffi some leeway, surprisingly from me, you know, because it's Liam. <laughs> Liam is the problem here. Liam is the villain. You know, in the words of Steffi Forster, you are no heroine uh, to uh, Liam. You know, he took his victimhood and went and made somebody else a victim. Go, go, ooh, I want Liam to go find him a nice pine box and lay in it. The audacity <laughs> of this prick. He's a, he's a, he's a, a emotionally abusive piece of crap. You know, and I am team Thope all the way. Sign those papers, Hope, and send this bitch on his way. And I hope Steffi sends him on his way as well. Because you need to face reality for the past 15 years. You have bounced from Hope to Steffi to another woman. It's always been you, you either one of them and another woman. You have never had to stand on your own two feet and have the audacity to say that you uh, want a divorce from that woman. Like not even not even a, a, a full 24 hours after she had that moment with you. Liam, go fuck yourself. And I said what I said. Liam is garbage. Whatever whatever he has done does not take away from what Hope did. You know, like I said, please don't say, oh, he's a Logan fan. He's a Hope Logan fan. What she did was terrible. But it was not premeditated. It was not planned the way that that uh, piece of crap Liam did. Talking about gaslighting. Go sit down somewhere. You're the king of gaslighting well, manipulation. Well, he's the he king of it. He probably, she, she, you taught her well. Go, go find some. Oh, next, I can't. I can't. He's the king of gaslighting and manipulating that piece of garbage. Thank you, Bold, for proving my point that he is the problem. Not Steffi, not Hope. It's Liam. Garbage. Garbage.
Um, um, I, I would like to go next if I could. Hello, Miss Candace. Hello, how are you? Fancy to see you here. Okay. <clears throat> this is why Bold got my soap of the week because I'm calling everybody out. See, this is what see this is what a soap opera is. You can hate a character, but you also can like the character. And I'm going to rip some people apart. Okay. When it comes to Liam, <laughs> Liam, I understand your frustration because your worst nightmare came true. Everybody was telling you, saying to you, mostly Steffi, that something was going on between Hope and Thomas. And I understand as a husband, you've been trying to tell Hope, why is she still hanging around Thomas? Why is she doing all this? You did everything a husband should and could have done. I feel sorry for you, Liam. I do. However, Kama is a bitch. Here's the thing, Liam. Instead of confronting the other person who was lip-locking with your wife, you went ahead and yet again barged in to a married woman's house. I understand she's the mother of your child, but you wasn't there to see your children. You went over there straight disrespected her boundaries, priorities, and sin, and you kissed her. Again. What the hell? So you upset you all up in your feelings. You see, she kissed Thomas, so I'm going to kiss Stuffy now. What is this? No, 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 no. And you want to wear red to see this is, okay. Hope. Now, <laughs> this is where, Bold, I'm, I'm going to need y'all to do something for me. I need a POV for Hope. I swear I do. I need a POV of what you're doing with her and why is she lusting after Thomas. But again, when she said, Liam, why did you come over to Italy? Well, maybe because he wanted to see his wife and support her. And think about that. You guys got married in Italy. It's y'all anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday, Hope, because today was the day Hope Logan was born. So the thing is, is that Hope, you're guilty, but I need a POV. And Hope, don't act like you're innocent because when Liam and Stuffy was married, you creeped yourself over there too. So, karma, right? I guess that's what I'm going to say, right? Hey, Stuffy, girl, you thought I forgot about you? You thought I forgot about you. Okay, here's the thing. I understand Thomas is your brother. And I understand you're looking out for him, Stuffy. You, like you said, it's not Thomas, it's Hope. Okay, all right, well, all right. You should have got out of this and let Hope and Liam and Thomas deal with it. Not you. You have a company to run, allegedly, with your father. And I think, and I think because you think that Hope for the Future is, since that's under your, your fold, that everything that's personal is your business as well, instead of professionalism. <laughs> you have a husband. You have children. That's your business. You stay out of everybody else's business because you got some pleasure out of this. When Liam came to you, I saw that little smirk on your face because you was like, well, it's karma. Now everybody understands that hope is not so 
so so sweet. And I respect. But you kept looking like, mm-hmm, they holding hands. Mm-hmm. Let me go and tell Liam. Hey, Liam, they were playing double dutch, and they were touching pinkies. But then when Liam kissed you, Stuffy, I was, I was, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to borrow a line from somebody. I was rooting for you, Stuffy. I was rooting for you to go and tell your husband. I was rooting for you to tell your husband that Liam kissed you. But instead, you tell Finn, oh, Italy was fine. So guess what happened? Hope and Thomas kissed each other. I can't believe it myself. Liam kissed you, Stuffy. And then, on top of that, he barges into your house and kisses you again. And guess what you did? You didn't push him back. You didn't slap him. You didn't kick him in his balls. So my question, Stuffy, is what the hell? Liam, what the hell? Oh, what the hell? Candace, don't forget to mention on that that flight back the way she was looking at Hope, knowing that she knew about her and Thomas all smug what and sanctimonious. Right. Mm-hmm. Sit down somewhere. I'm like all three of you. Like I said, with Stephanie, see, and maybe that's it. The episode where she had pleasure because I never saw that on her. If this was Stephanie, no, like she got enjoyment of hearing that that Hope. Uh, yeah, but you know, was, like Liam is that. like talking. Well, no, it's like a little like. I have a question, real quick. I haven't responded. Let's be honest, okay? Um, even if you're, ha- I'm just going to use, you know, even if I'm a happily married person and the person that suffering took my ex from me, I'd be smiling at you too. I'd be like, I'm happy. I got my life. Because it's karma. Because now you know how I felt. I would never be happy to live my hope. I don't care if I moved on 50. Right. Because you, because you, because be honest, it's like, it's like. Well, no, it's like when she was kind of like, first and foremost, here's the thing. Like, you're too invested into this, Sassy. That's my, that's, that's where Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. It's not, take Thomas out of it. This is where it's the Liam and Hope thing because Sassy still, well, no, no, because here's the thing. But, but, but right now, I can honestly say, I can, but here's the thing. I can honestly say for the first time in almost two years, Tia almost said three and a half years, and you know why I almost and said guess that. guess what Steffi did do? Guess what Steffi <laughs> did do? She told Liam, guess what? I was wrong, Liam. And guess what he saw? First of all, in, as you can't take Thomas out of it because that's the sole reason for her getting in it. But for, but for, right, now, but for right now, but for right now, the three that I'm kind of like focusing on, because Thomas, all Thomas did was get his his face sucked by hope. But other than that, I need a POV about she's worried hope. About her, yeah, I agree, but I think she's worried about her. The reason Stephanie got into this is because she's worried about her. Brother. I, I understand. They, I, I understand that. Not like but, just, but, yeah, but, but to me, okay. but to me, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, Jay, wait a minute, hold on, Jay. I understand that. But that has now become my the side issue. My main issue with Stuffy right now, right on this day, is why didn't you first and foremost when when Liam did all that instead of having that oh my god reaction? I understand you had that oh my because you can't believe he kissed you. But why didn't you tell your husband? Are we all why that's, different, tell- that's, a different, that's a different discussion. That's that's an entirely nobody's going to debate. But that. you were quick to talk about hoping time to him. 
You were so like, oh my God, I her, can't. Her, her brother's mental, it's, it's apples and oranges. I understand, but, but my thing is, what's, okay, so Carrie, so Carrie, if somebody kisses you, right? Here's the thing, if though, your ex, if she if kept your ex, quiet, it, it's very simple. If, if, if Steffi did what you want and kept quiet and Thomas did have... Uh, this and something happened. It would be why didn't you tell him? In as no, because no, my my no. This is where I'm laying at right now. If Liam kissed me and I'm married, the first thing I'm going to do, even after the the the, the crust comes off the lips of Liam's stick, I'm texting my husband and I'm going to like, Finn, something just happened. No, no. You're mixing. I think you Wait, what I'm saying. That, that's a. Here's I the thing. Saying, what, what, here's the thing. Steffi, I'm talking Steffi about Steffi's in, 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 as it relates to Thomas and Hope and telling me. Yeah, because we keep mentioning two of the things together. Yeah, we keep mentioning Thomas. Thomas is a different situation from the kids. She got into this being nosy because she's worried about her brother's mental health. That's yes, it. Now the did. kids, with, it's different with Liam. That's different. Just like Liam. Just okay, like but I here's the thing, though. Hold, like, hold, hold on. Hold on. Am I a lady? trash. It's 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 okay. You are y'all are absolutely right. Steffi did get into this because she was concerned about her brother, which she should have, even though it annoyed the hell out of me. But let's be real here. Hope and Steffi have a long history over the past 50, 15 years where they fought over Liam Spencer, right? So yes, she got into it for her brother, but I watched Monday's episode. I saw the way she was looking at Hope on that plane, that with that smug look on her face. I saw how she looked well, at I think she, she, she was having that conversation with her. I saw the look. That, that look had nothing to do with Thomas' mental health on that plane. Was, I no, saw what she came It's because she, she knows Hope is lying. That's why it wasn't that, even that was that was about, was about, That's what I said. That's why. Wait, I'm gonna help y'all out. But 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 Steffi still has that look, even though Liam just kissed her, and then she went home and told Finn all about hope, what again, hope did without telling her husband. Is she again? That's a different. That's a. As it relates to and the I like plane, to point out, I'm not blaming Steffi for this whole situation. Or I thing. do want to point that out. Put, put aside this. We, let's put the kiss aside for one second. Steffi O'Hara was on. In other words, she's on that plane and she sees them closing up. She's shooting a look. That look was like, I see what you're doing. You, you're lying to everybody else, but I see right through you. Yeah, that's how I am. That's again. That, no, that was not the, okay. Well, we just going to agree to disagree because that was not the look she had on Monday when she was staring at help grinning over there being happy. That wasn't a, 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 a I see you lying. That was uh huh, bitch. I see you now. You kissed my brother. Look, which is fine. She, she has a right to have it. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm not saying Stephanie is wrong, but then she went home and told and it was telling Finn all this stuff about what Hope did, but at the same time, flashbacking to Liam kissing her. You, it's just, it's just, it does not, yeah. it looks like. To me, like you are over there spilling all the host business, but you ain't telling your own husband your business. You know, that's that's not that that just that that has nothing to do with being concerned about Thomas. It's because you you want to spill the seat. Well, 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 I'm just saying I see, I, I, I see this. I'm just saying I see uh uh, uh that's uh Steffi smugness about the situation, which she has her every right to have because they've been fighting over Liam for 15 she's years. She's because she knows but, Hope's been lying, but that's the thing. Of course, okay, she's smug about, because she knows but, Hope's lying. I, I, we know that but she knows, but here's the thing. But, she, but she also is lying, oh, too. She's also, here's the thing, Carrie. I see, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. I see what you're saying, Carrie, is that because they know, because she knows what Hope did, but at the same time, with her flashing back to Liam's kissing, kissing her, 
that is like, okay, Hope did the same thing that I'm doing. I'm not telling the truth right now, okay? Hope didn't tell Liam until Liam forced it out of, of Hope, right? Now with Steffi, she's been kissed two times. So what, how, like, she is two, it's diff, yes, I understand, it's two different scenarios. But for me, this is why I'm saying I'm going to be I'm frustrated at Steffi a little bit, too. Like I said, I'm frustrated at Liam. I'm frustrated at Hope. I'm frustrated. I'm just frustrated. But I see everybody says, like, that, that is a soap opera, folks, where you can be on because both it's sides of the fence. To me because when you're a human, well, it's not, even, yeah, it's not even both sides of the fence. It's human when nature. Human, you, you, well, you can, be, you can be right in this. It's just like Liam. I agreed with Liam in the shed. And a mile down the road of the cliff house, he's a piece of trash. Just like on the plane, right. Steffi was right. And then in the, in the next breath, of course she's wrong for not telling her husband. It's, it's, I, it's, I'm not, I, I, need, I, need for, I need for Steffi on Monday. Monday, it's Wednesday, Bible. Thursday, Friday, because Tuesday is a, is a preemption because they're going to show a classic episode. I need for her to either A, slap Liam and say, mm-hmm. get out of my house. We got boundaries. I need for her to say, Finn, I need to talk to you. That's, that's all I ask for. That's all. You can worry about Thomas if on Steffi a Wednesday. Like, so. Because if, if she doesn't, because here's the thing. It's, it's just like. It's a, it's a reverse of what Ridge did. Because for the first time ever, y'all, I'm giving Ridge an applause. Because instead of having Taylor find out from hookah thunk it, hookah thunk it, hookah thunk it, Rich went straight to Taylor to say, hey, me and Brooke are back together. So I need for that same kind of energy, like, again, yes, Steffi, enjoy this moment. Enjoy it, right? But you need to tell Finn what happened, too, before he finds out from hookah thunk and hookah thunk and hookah thunk it. And everything. Think, but see, I guess I'm different because even when she was talking, look, again, I'll say it for the thousandth time. She's wrong for not telling Finn about the kiss, but even in the conversation with Finn about if Hope and Liam's marriage breaks up, it's going to cause a lot of problems. Where is Steffi's joy in Hope and Liam's uh, marriage breaking up? Can someone, can someone point me to that episode? Because I, I stand in front of a 50-inch TV every day to watch, and I didn't see her joy in the fact so that you Liam don't, and Hope. So let me ask a question. Think, I, don't think the word, I don't think the word joy was used. I used the word smug. And, I use the I use the word plus just because of being karma. I not that karma. She also, had a right to be smug also, on the plane, also, but the smugness is because Hope it, broke up. No, but it's caught. But we, but see, I think, I think, I think well, no, I think it's I think so too. I think it was. It's my opinion. I think she looked smug on that on that plane coming back, and also, and I think it's karma. I think that's that's why I said. But they weren't broke up on the plane yet. But see, it's the thing. The plane. But she, no, but she knows, like, but no, she knows it, that. It seems like we're going back and forth. Can I just let Daphne get a word in first, and then we could go back to this? Go ahead, Daphne. It seems like it's just a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, Daphne, go ahead. What's your opinion on it? Okay, so if I think I said before in one of our private chats, I need to drag everybody on board at this point. I'm dragging mm-hmm. Liam because I cannot just isolate Liam to just the last two years. I have to look at Liam and all the shenanigans and stuff he's pulled with these two women. And so I'm dragging him for, he's getting his karma for this. Now, do I agree with Liam and about the issues that he has with Thomas? 150% when he calls Thomas his nemesis. I agree with that um, for that. I have to drag, I have to drag, um, um, I have to drag um, hope. 
because I, for, for, for basically lying to Liam and stuff. But I also need Brad Bell to see and tell me what's this, all of this sudden fascination with Thomas. I need to know that. Um, I can't sit here and say that she's just like her mother because until she sleeps with, with, uh, with Beth, with Beth's boyfriend and gets pregnant by him, you know, that's, she's just, you know, she's like, she's like the rest of the Logans who kind of made it like men, you know, for all of this. I have to drag Steffi because Steffi, I'm sorry. Well, let me just say, I agree with Steffi because you want to protect your brother because you now looking at this and you're saying maybe my brother has not been the focal point of the cray crayness, all this. But I also have to drag Steffi because you allowed you, you you were actively participating in some kisses, and the first thing that you did when you come home was you tell Finn all about the kiss and Liam coming the thing, but you didn't mention not one single word of Liam kissed you, and or, or, or anything. But you sit there and you listen to Finn sit there and talk about boundaries and um and all of that stuff and a kiss. Is is an infidelity and all of that stuff. And you sit there, you said nothing. So, and then of course, the second time you get a kiss, you know, yeah, you may have pulled, but as as a Friday of one at one fifty nine p.m., I had no comments from from Stephanie. So tomorrow I may get some comments. Tomorrow Stephanie may say, you know, um, I didn't mean to do this, or we can't, or you need to stop do this. She may slap him like she did before. She may beat him up like Stephanie did, you know, in that Twitter clip that I was in loving and tweeting and retweeting. Um, I've got to. I mean, I've got to. I've got to, because I didn't comment on the Brooke and Taylor. I've got to slam Brooke just because of Brooke and what she's done. She broke the pack, not once but twice. i got to slam Taylor because whether Taylor or not, Taylor, you broke the pack too. You're sitting over there. You're trying to make, you're trying to get Brooke with the waiter, the butcher, the baker, the waiter. Then you're trying to get him back with Deacon. Um, I got to slam Ridge just because Ridge is sitting there enjoying two old women fighting over him. But I will give him credit for the moment he got off that plane, the first thing he did was he went to Taylor, um, you know, went to Taylor and told Taylor. For me, I see I see things on here where in the same in the same episode, I can be, yeah, okay, Steffi, I see what you're doing, you know, about trying to protect Thomas. Um, but on the other hand, the back hand, Stephanie, you're going to get caught up into this whole triangle, and you're going to lose Finn. And I need for Finn to be the one to knock some sense into Liam and tell Liam, look, man, you can't just – this is my open house. This is not you come over here whenever you have time with, with – um, with, with you having to get angry or you get issue with, with, with hope. You you know you need to call schedule a time to come to see your child you know and you can come any time to see your child but you need to call first you you just can't we don't want to hear this about this I need for Steffi to draw that line I need for Liam to I need for Liam to be to put on his big boy underwear and for him to to realize sometimes you know you have to come for you have to come with your confrontation. And both, especially since the last time you didn't come, you know, confront the situation, and you got it all wrong. I know you sit there, you saw it with your own two eyes. But if I see my spouse, boyfriend, lover, whoever, and they lock and lips with somebody else, I'm not gonna tuck my tail and run and get on the plane and go back home. I'm gonna be going over there, and I'm gonna have to be saying, "Y'all need to hold my hands," because I might have to be showing hands and then get arrested in the foreign country. 
because um, I'm going to want to know, hopefully not of kids enjoying the comfortability of coming home, you know, and walking through their door being oblivious, because I would have just called them out for this. The only person that I'm actually feeling sorry for is Thomas, believe it or not, because Brad Bell has made it so, so freaking clear that Thomas did not start this. Thomas did not instigate this. Thomas is not part of this. Thomas is, is this. And he, what he said, what he tell Steffi, Steffi was getting ready to go after Thomas. He was like, no, it was Tom, It was hope. You were right. You were, but, see, but see, deep down inside, even though I think she is protective of Thomas, I feel that Stephanie's kind of got to be gleeful a little bit that perfect fate with hope done screwed up and done messed up, that she's, that she's got feet of clay just like the rest of them, you know, the rest of everybody. So I'm just to the point where I exactly. need to brag everybody, but I also need to say, okay, there's certain parts of the beast where I'm okay with. But I have to sit here, and I, I'm sorry, Liam, this is your karma. This is your karma for all the stuff. Liam, you are a total hypocrite. And I know that people are saying, well, he told you that he can never forgive you, and you agree to all of this. Yeah, but so what? But here you are the first time for some adverse, adverse, adverse situations, you ready to walk out. You won't be here telling Steffi, you know what, I was wrong. I think I chose wrong. And then you got Steffi looking like a deer in the headlights. Now, my whole point is, I don't need Steffi to be going, it, it should have been you. I need for Steffi to say, oh, Liam, wait a minute, uh-uh. Slow your brakes, pump the brakes, slow your roll a little bit. You made your choices, now you need to stick with them. Or you divorced her. But we're not going to get back together. We're not going to play that merry-go-round. We're not going to do this where, I did, you know, where I'm not leaving Finn. Now, whether or not, because you got to remember, we don't really know if Finn and Steffi's really legally married, because we don't know if Steffi really filed that paperwork or not, because you remember, she didn't file it right then and there. So please, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, did she actually file the paperwork, you know, for that marriage and all of that? So I, I need to, I, and I need, I, I need for hope, even if it's apples and oranges, I need for somebody to, when it all comes down, to say, wait a minute, just two years ago, you were over there with Steffi. You didn't know if you knew if that baby was yours or not. Currently, right now, at least Hope is not pregnant. At least Hope didn't really sleep with the guy. I don't know what it is with Brad Bell and Kisses. Brad Bell is, is like Kisses. This must be the 1820s where Kisses is equated to, to having actual sex or a sex act or something. Because if you notice, Brad Bell is all about these Kisses to break up marriages, these Kisses to do all of this. Now, do I need Hope and Thomas to get a little bit further to cleave unto each other? Yes, I do. But again, I need for Thomas to pull out that piece of paper and say, I need you to sign on the dotted line to say everything we're about to do is consensual. I need to get the notary. I need to get a thumbprint. I need to get two witnesses. I need to get a video because I don't want this to be one of those situations where later on it's going to be like Ridge and with Steffi and, and Dill, he assaulted you, and then we got, we got Brooke going over there trying to shoot somebody. So, and I know that's off on the tangent, but I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I think the promo came out this morning uh, about about what's going to happen, and I'm not going to comment it because that's spoiler alert. But I don't know. I just feel like I just, 
I just can't stand what Liam is actually doing as a repercussion of this. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, I can't so I agree with, I agree with everybody. I agree with everybody in what they're saying. I see everybody. I see Jay. I see your side. I see Carrie's side. I see Candace's side. But I just feel like I need for somebody to play record ball and to drag Liam for just a few moments. Even if Liam says, wait a minute, this is a whole different situation. I need somebody to go. And I need, and I don't mind if Steffi or somebody goes there and hopes this thing and say, hope this is what you've done. You've not been this angel perfect person all this time. You know, this is what you've done. Now, does this equate to Brooke? Heck no. Brooke is into a category all on her own. I don't think there's, there's many so people who can come up and equate themselves with Brooke Logan and, and what she's done and her affairs. Mind you, Brooke Logan has never cheated on Reese. I don't know where they got this whole mantra from, this whole recall, this whole retcon that Brooke cheated on Reese. Brooke cheated on Eric, and Eric seems to now saying if you can't, if you can't beat him, join him, you know, with all of this. Um, because you've got to remember, Brooke didn't leave, didn't leave Nick. When, 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 there was a couple of times when Reed was on his knees going, please, baby, please. The first time when she married his daddy and, they, and, and all of that, he begged Brooke to, to come away with him. Brooke said, deuces, no. Um, when she was with, um, when she was with, um, what's his name, Grant, he wanted her to leave. She said, no. And um, when she was with Nick at certain points, she said, no to Reed. So, I need that book who knows how to say no to Ridge. And I also need somebody to fix Taylor. I mean, I need for somebody to ask Taylor, to give Taylor a case study, to put Taylor and Brooke's life in a case study, change their names, change their location, throw in a few facts and say, hey, world-renowned Taylor, can you tell me what would you tell this client? And, you know, and when she says, I will shake them, somebody reach over there and shake her and say, this is the advice that you would give to a patient, but you can't take your own advice. Mm-hmm. Any more comments from both? Oh, ma'am, I just no, I do want I, I do. Stephanie needs to set yeah. boundaries, like, to, to, on Monday. Yep. And tell her husband what that is. I need mm-hmm. yeah. Finn to I need Finn to lay into Liam and tell Liam yeah. you don't get to come up in here and kiss my wife like this. Dude, yeah, if he, he, if, he, if, he, if, he, if he gets privy to it, he best better tell Liam a thing or two. With the post with right. it. Right. And I need for this to set yeah, Sheila yeah. off. I need to, if, if if you go this route, I need for this to set Sheila off because we got Sheila Lynn up there in jail. I need for this to set Lee off because you got to remember. See, you just put people in jail. jail. See, look at that. You just put people in jail. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but I need it also to set Lee off. Because you know Lee loved her son Finn, and um, you know when 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 Finn was supposedly dead, and Liam kept coming over there, she didn't like it for her. So I need her to set up a quite a few people, and I actually need for Dollar Bill to say, Liam, what, okay, so you don't want hope anymore, but you can't go over there and mess with Stephanie. Well, to be quite honest, okay. Well, you know, Bill is the last person. Yeah, Bill's the yeah, I Bill's the last it. person um, to see his talk. Self with this well, you I know, mean, but, too, but, you well, know. all day long. Yeah. The only problem was won't step before himself. 
Hey. Or he, he, or he so, get when he wanted to see he because he, he don't really ship me. I hope I, I just have a difficult time. No, he, no, he don't. He, he so you go ahead and keep being fake, Dollar Bill. Go ahead. I, yeah. I, I will say this though. In all honesty, though, to and I'm not saying it just because, but this week bold, it delivered soap for me because again, this is what see. I, I think for me. I was so, like, invested in all of this. I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. I still need Hope's POV. Brad, I know all of y'all are over there. Mike, uh, Mark, I know you guys, well, Mark and Mike, I know you guys, your material will be coming soon. I need to know if you guys wrote a POV because because there's something I want to say, but I'm going to hold it until I get that POV. Because that is what's missing from this story is, like, we saw what Thomas has done to Hope. We know what type of person Hope is. But this did come out of left field. It's like, wait, what? I need a POV. I really need a POV in order to to really, you know. But like I said, this week I was like, I was with Liam. I was like, mm-hmm, like, Hope, your husband. But, dang, Liam, you screwed up. Daffy, Hope, but I will say this, Anika Noel, Anika Noel, Scott Clifton, I think everybody said it, this week was Emmy Real Week. Y'all delivered. Scott Clifton said, baby, Scott Clifton was like, baby, this is why I'm a three-time Emmy Award winner. He, when he said, come on, say it with me, I, come on, come on, it's not that hard. I Anika does, and and, she, and and he and he, I don't think I ever heard him yell that loud before. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. It's been on no, for he did. Jay, years, Jay, oh, he did with Quinn. Y'all think with, with Quinn and them, y'all? Get it with Stephanie. No, what are you talking about? Stay, stay with Jay. No, you tell me. And wait, 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 wait. Did anybody have a date? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe that I'll change that. That's the loudest he's yelled at Hope. His his princess Saint Hope does something wrong. He's, he's been mad at Hope, but he's never yelled you, you, at Hope. You may actually, oh, Candace, this is that scene with Quinn. I thought, oh, he scared her. Quinn tears. He's like, or that. what? Or what? What you going to do? Like, I still memorize that. But no, like, okay, this is where I had my deja vu at. So I'm watching the scene with him and, and Hope and everything like that. And when Hope said, I kissed Thomas, I swear to so Jesus, I had the flashback of when Liam said, um, come on, say it. And when Steffi said, I slept with your father. I swear. It was. She it was. She said, I slept with Bill. That's what she Bill. said. Bill. It was father. sort of like a deja vu. Like, did you know that song? Did you ever get deja vu? I had a deja vu. I, mean, I was like. Did it better, man. I know, but I'm just saying, it's like hope. I mean, Liam had to hear it. That again. No, but to me, I got to be honest. It, it, it's nothing yeah. will compare to that because he actually didn't know. And the look on his face, like he was, that's Jay's favorite scene. Right, he, he, was, was, he, he was, was shell shocked. He was shell shocked. I said, don't no. make me, yeah, I, don't make me do it on air. Don't make me do it. No, Move on. No, 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 no. Go no. ahead, Jay. Go ahead and do it on there, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and then she clutched her hands. Remember that? She clutched her face. It was like, it was like so when I talk, for, okay, for those who don't know what episode, go on to, I'm going to plug it, Bold and Beautiful's YouTube channel, 
Okay, it's up there. Um, to relive because it it was just it's it's certain moments on this damn show that it's just like it just sticks with you. Like I just said, the Quinn scene when when Liam when Liam yelled at Quinn and said, "Oh what, oh what, what you gonna do?" And every I mean, it's just and with this week, I'm just like, yo. That's the thing about these damn shows. They can do it when they want to do it. They will bring you the drama. GH, we need to talk later. But they will, I mean, they give you something to talk about. Like, seriously. I, ah, fuck it. Round one. Bobby Bishop's going to win Best Drama Series next year. There you go. I'm saying it now. I don't know. Oh, I think I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving that to Ron. I'll be honest. I said, I said next year. Different. You notice I said next I know, year, Ron, not this year. Said, next year. For the 50, for the 50 first. Cameron and Sharon. I think, yeah, I think well, I think Well, but here's Lyndon. Lynn would probably go for guest performer. Sharon Case would probably go for lead actress. That's what, a, what a, when I say the Emmys, here's what I'm going to say. For the 51st annual daytime Emmys, not the 50th, which we're no, no, still. But no, I'm just helping people out because people probably be like, what the heck, Candace? No, no, no. But no, I mean, when Emmy Awards material this week. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, look, the Bell Show said we're about to, to ring a ding a ding, y'all. With the drama, <laughs> I'm like from Kyle being a douchebag. Audrey is my favorite freaking character. I already said it. On Bold and Beautiful, this Yeah. So real quick, because Kim couldn't make it tonight. I think she's down at the Essence of uh, Summerfest. Um, but she passed on a message for me to deliver, um, and I think Daphne also saw it too. But this is what she wanted me to tell you guys. She said, hi, hope everybody is well. Um, uh, Kyle and Audra was her favorite on the soap this, on, last week and in this week. Liam received huh. Kim Cares. What? Again, Kim Cares goes to Liam. She said, I don't care if he did kiss Jackie. He was just oh. <laughs> yes. I thought uh, it didn't go to Adam. I, well, I know, right? Um, hold on. Um, Liam receives Kim Cares. I don't care if he kiss, did kiss Steffi. He yeah, was just furious and confused. Scott mm-hmm. played that very well with Hope. Um, for Daphne, she was happy to see Cyrus on General Hospital. I think everybody was because that was on. That, hey, GH, you kept that well kept secret, too. Got to give you a shout out for that. Um, mm-hmm. She's. Um, says that she loves Chanel and Johnny and ready to see more of them. I'm happy e- to see Eli and Theo back. I'm also excited. Really, I just I just read this too. Um, she's also excited to see Eli without without his shirt. Mm-hmm. And helping to find Abe. She also likes Jada and Ray together. Um, and I'm going to say this because she did want to talk about uh, Forever Today. I know that some of you guys haven't caught up yet. Next week, though, there's no excuse. Stuff for Daphne. Um, we're going to talk about it because some things are happening this Tuesday, a, a very, very important episode with some very important people coming back to the show. Um, so we will talk about it um, 
on, on our next episode of Forever in a Day. Um, so I wanted to say that because I know some of you guys haven't caught up, that I'm being very nice about this. Well, I so I hope that shot, that's not a shot at me because I am caught up with the show, but okay. You just had to be the extra ding. I'm the one. No. Yeah, I wasn't. See, I didn't out at y'all. See, somebody did that for you, see, but I'm just going to say that. Um, let me see. I'm, I'm seeing this. Okay. Yeah, for those who are off tomorrow, please enjoy it. Um, while some of us have to work and then we're off on Tuesday. That makes no sense. I started the show by saying that. That makes no freaking sense. Um, let's see here. Um, so I actually got to stay because the babies are still sleeping. Um, so first of all, mm-hmm. thanks to everybody in the chat room for, for hanging out with us. Hopefully you guys did not get blocked off of Twitter. Um, if you were retweeting or tweeting, I don't know how this is working. So, is it if you if you read all the tweets or you type tweets that you get like limited? Like, is that what it is? If you tweet or you read tweets? Do we even know? I'm not sure, but I will tell you this, um, Candace. Um, GH has taken a one percent lead, so you might want to vote on these polls if you don't want GH. Oh, I already voted. Well, everyone, if you don't want GH to win Best Soap, y'all need to go over the soap party because if you can, can if, if you can tweet, gonna let me vote. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if you have exceeded your tweets, because is that is that I really don't know how this is working. I don't. Some people say they're not having an issue. Yeah, some people say they're not having an issue. I don't. I don't know. I'm, Previously on Ask the Tweet Turns. I don't know. Um, but here's what's happening this week on all the soaps. Here's, here's, okay, real quick, I'm just going to get this out over and done with. On Tuesday, it's the 4th of July. Please be safe if you're having cookouts or you're going on trips and stuff. If you're going by a pool, please make sure there's no towels or anything so you won't end up like Eddie Main. Eddie Main. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's my public service announcement. That's no yeah. pool safety is the number one thing this summer. Okay, thank you. Um, but here's the deal: Young and the Russells will show an encore presentation from 1992. See, that's how you do it. 1992. Some of y'all was probably not even born. Oh, I was just born. Oh, okay. Yeah. Usually she's like, "I'm not a so check out what happened in 92 on The Young and the Rustlers. On Bold and the Beautiful, they will share. Look, Bold wanted me to tell you, yeah, we're showing an uh, episode from 2018, but we got classic episodes on our YouTube channel. So if you got a problem, go on YouTube. Days of Our Lives fans, guess what? Y'all don't have to worry about a preemption. <laughs> ah, this space, right? And General Hospital, okay, so it was re- announced what, what episode they're going to show. Um, they're going to show an encore presentation of Epiphany's funeral. Um, and a lot of people on social media have said some things. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good episode, but I think we've seen the original. We've have seen it before, and then we're going to see it again. Well, well, here's the thing. General Hospital. Uh, let's be real. General Hospital, when it comes down to quote unquote encore presentations, it's literally it's literally like 
Well, Memorial Day was the last Sonya Eddie's episode that we saw Sonya in. This yeah. one is now the the funeral where Elizabeth, where yeah, oh, the memorial, yeah. the memorial, yeah. So, but here's what's happening this week on the Young and the Rustless. The fallout is real. Will Summer find out about Kyle, Kyle and Audra? What is going to happen with Adam? Do we really care? Of course you do, because you want to know if Adam is going to finally get the ball. Only on the Young and the Rustless weekdays on CBS slash Paramount Plus. On Days of Our Lives, somebody is hurt. You all kind of know who it probably is. But will, will somebody else get hurt? And guess who's back? Lonnie! I'm clapping. Find out what happens in Salem on Days of Our Lives, Peacock, exclusively on Peacock. On General Hospital this week, most likely something with Carly and Nina. Um, the promo drops tomorrow, so something probably with Carly, Nina, maybe a Willow. What's um, Let me see. Who else from General Hospital? I'm giving it to Drew. I'm giving it to Drew, and it's uh, the Cyrus stuff. Probably, well, well, that's why I said something with Carly, Nina, Willow, maybe, um, maybe Spencer. Huh? Wait, say it again. Oh, okay. Um, I cut out Daphne. I don't know if you can hear us, Daphne. Yeah. You cut out. I think she cut was out. hearing Cyrus. That's what she was doing. But, oh. Uh, oh. Well, we, we don't think he's going to be in a promo, but we're probably going to – you know what? We probably start getting some Michael E. Knight in the promos because the following week is Walt Willie on General Hospital, ABC, slash Hulu, whenever they put it up on Hulu. I don't know what time they put it up on Hulu because I, I lost count. And finally, on The Bold and the Freaking Beautiful – Will Stuffy finally say something to Finn about Liam barging in and kissing her, or is she going to keep this a secret, which means if, if she keeps this a secret, that her marriage is going to implode. Find out what Stuffy does on The Bold and the Beautiful, and also maybe we get POV, post POV too. Only on The Bold and the Beautiful. CBS slash Paramount Plus. And that's all I got to say. Shout out real quick, because this was a soapy as it could get. But if you go on Peacock, go watch Money in the Bank from London. All we Amen. That was amazing. That, that right there was a soap opera in its own right. And I am actually going tomorrow night to Monday Night Raw. So there you oh, go, wow. folks. Oh, wow. That's so sad. Oh, well, you're not going to I know, that. right? Oh, well, I heard me. somebody from SmackDown may be there. I hope so because, yeah. I'm just saying, I heard I heard, and also saw the Instagram, and they're here already. All right. I might just everybody, stay outside and I go in. Holiday. Yeah. Um, happy Fourth of July for those who get really excited. And if y'all know me, happy y'all Canada know me. Happy Canada Day. Yeah, Canada, Canada Day. day. Happy, happy, happy um, William Day. Oh, what's <laughs> that? Okay, happy this time. Wow. Hey, by the way, it was also yesterday, yesterday it was Erna Phillips' birthday, and without her, we would not exist with Soul Party 411. So happy heavenly birthday, Erna Phillips. You created a well, well-respected and fun genre, which stars are born and stars are starting to happen for everybody. So we will be back next week, God's willing. 
Um, talk about if <laughs> well if we if we're gonna drag Liam, we're gonna dra- who are we gonna drag next week? Find out on So Party Four One One. Kids, I can tell you that much. Bye everyone. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.